good. All right, Cleveland Moto is running. We got numbers. Let's check our levels. And you know what? We don't even need to fuck with those levels. Look at how perfect that is. <laughs> that shit is good. That is that is like straight up like listening to Oscar the Grouch Symphony in a trash can. So to to my immediate left yeah. is Johnny Mac. To his Chris Smith and Oscar Nadal. And Johnny Chrome, Steve Hofford, and Steve Sleepy Cinch, and your humble narrator Phil Waters. Uh, just what a hell! We had two days in a row of abundant sunshine, mm-hmm. like in Cleveland. No in less. Cleveland, no. yeah. I left my house this morning. It was forty-five. I dressed like it was going to be eighty, and uh, I dressed like it was going to be eighty because that's what the weatherman said. And then I realized when I left my driveway, it was still forty-five degrees. <laughs> so it was a fucking bone-chilling commute this morning. Well, you got and the lake right there. Though. I do. The that lake's going to keep yeah. things cold for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It does have its own like ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Right yeah. on that line, though, you yeah. you move ten feet this way, it's it's seventy. You move yeah, this way, it's fifty. Where the railroad tracks are, the railroad tracks is at a natural elevation point, east to west, and across then, Cleveland. So everything north of the railroad tracks is at a depressed, you know, yeah. a little bit of a lower elevation, and it is considerably cooler there. The the cool air just sort of lays in there. Um, if you hear chewing, I'm sorry. We bought like the Taco Bell 12 pack. These are uh, 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 quesadillas, the oh, chicken yeah. quesadillas. Are those my sugar nuts? Those are my sugar nuts, exactly. <laughs> That's what those are. Um, I left out a Taco Bell, and I had uh, I was riding a customer's Vespa GTV 300 fuel injected mm-hmm. uh, GTV 300 scooter, and uh, I had to deal with the 12 pack of Taco Bell and then the bag of uh, quesadillas. Quesadillas. Can I borrow your Gerber tool to smash up this one little nugget? Good luck. Sugar. Yeah, go right crazy. That, <laughs> that is, that is literally rock hard. That is rock hard candy. Thank you for the warning. I would have bought That's them. what I'm saying. You don't just throw those in your mouth willy nilly. You have to sneak up on those. But I pulled out a Taco Bell. I pulled a lot of girls out. And the dude on the sport bike and the dude on the uh, imitation Harley Davidson massive oh, you know, metric supposed to cruiser clean that? were revving at each other. You know, they were doing that. It's summertime I was thinking now. About it. And Summer, so these two guys pulled up the light, and clearly it's the, uh, what do they call that? The culturally acceptable motorcycle crew. So it's like, you know, black dude on a metric cruiser, white dude on a sport bike, right? And so I was the Irish guy on the Italian scooter. So I pulled into the situation. They were already having the discussion of ring, ring, ring. Ring, ring, ring. So did you like, split right between them? No, I just pulled up next to him. Okay. And I looked over at him, and I had to make sure my tacos didn't fall off the floorboard. <laughs> and I looked over at him, and uh, we appreciate. I that. gave him the nod. And oh, you all know that when somebody gives you the uh, nod, there's only one thing you can do. And when the guy on the Vespa throws the nod, game on. It's fucking game <laughs> on, buddy. <laughs> so from 150th to here, they got to see only the back of a Vespa scooter. Oh! Yeah. And it was fun because they were trying real fucking hard. Jeez. And I don't know what they were on, but it was slower than a Vespa GTS 300 <laughs> from 0 to 60. That's so, not really surprising, though. Yeah. No, the bike's got a hustle. I mean, a v- GTS 300 has a fairly good bit of poke right out, right out of the traps. I mean, we don't want a race to go to 100, but a race to 60 is, you know, if you're if you're on the light, you got it. Any... Uh, most I started to say any, and that's yeah. a big mistake. Yeah, most vehicles with a properly set up CVT will do that. Though. I know it was very I mean, rewarding though because I could hear him behind me trying like hell. <laughs> and you know I'm wearing all of my DOT gear. I got my DOT T-shirt. I got my DOT sunglasses. <laughs> I got my DOT flat driving cap. 
I got my DOT no gloves. <laughs> no DOT flip flops. No DOT flip flops. No, no. I'm wearing uh, shoes for crews. But the uh, mm. but yeah, in that race between 150th and 162nd, a GTV 300 will beat whatever those two bikes were. <laughs> they must I don't be know talking they, about you over beers right now. No, I'm sure they're sitting at. I'm sure they're sitting Smedley's. at not Smedley's. No, <laughs> no, no Smedley's. Smedley's is 100% Harley Davidson from yesterday to today. I think I actually saw them pushing cars out of the legal parking spots so they could bring in more street glides. <laughs> yeah, they were like, dude, whose is that? Is that your car? Are you here picking up your kids from the get daycare? The you got to move that shit. Because we got like eight more street glides that need to get in here. It is all, it is just different colors of street glides. I don't know if you know this, but we're kind of a big deal, so you kind of <laughs> yeah. This is Smedley's, and we're kind of a big deal. I love, dr- I love riding by there after the podcast. In the winter, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm ruckus because they're outside smoking. They're out smoking, yeah. And, and you like, go past on a scooter, yeah, and it's 31 degrees, <laughs> yeah, in shorts. It's zero centigrade, <laughs> and you're going past in shorts. Yeah. That's what every single motorcycle in Cleveland was out today. It was. Oh yeah, it was yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Who's riding the V-Strom out there? Is that what that was? No, Super T, Super Tenere. Oh, Tenere. Oh, That's what I was. I was on I the highway. I guess the Yamaha little, uh, on the front of it should have uh, maybe <laughs> tipped me off. The Yamaha V-Strom. The, yeah. you know, that's yeah. a new rare bird, the Yamaha V-Strom. Well, <laughs> hell, the Super Tenere is actually a, a new rare bird. Yeah. Uh, I, was, I was on the highway cruising on here, just comfortable as a clam, driving, and I was so happy to just admit and convince myself that those those Harleys with the 47-inch front tires yeah. ride as bad as you think they do. <laughs> the the guy was next to me, yeah. and he hit a bump, and it was... <laughs> oh, it was awesome. It's, <laughs> due to science. It was awesome. <laughs> from you, your side, you, you enjoy a good laugh at somebody else's expense. Well, 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 when they, when they set themselves up for stupidity, you can only laugh. <laughs> when your wheel is travel is not a, not a legitimate number. When your wheel travel is not a rational yeah. number. Your, your wheel travel is based solely on how much wheel, air you have in the front tire. Wheel travel is almost null. Right. Yeah. And just to get the correct, or just to get the look, yeah. their trail is right. Nothing. 17 and a half inches or exactly. 27 inches We're talking or whatever. About the I mean. We're talking about the bikes that have a 30-inch front wheel. Uh, and 36, I've and seen. And they're like, oh, no, no, we can do this, we can do this. And then they're riding along and they hit a bump and geometry says, no, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> and if you've ever ridden a motorcycle that has a rigid front end, um, sometimes I've done it by accident. So you've had a motorcycle where the front forks collapse on themselves. You know, they just they just well, take up just, all there, yeah. and the springs get locked. And what happens is the little the little dampener rods at the bottom of your forks seat themselves into the tops. Mm-hmm. So you literally have bottomed out the spring, and she don't spring back. And she's just waiting for the right mm-hmm. amount of effort to pull them out. But I've had a couple of modern triumphs do that to me, where they, I've hit a big bump, oh, and the front has gone away. And so I've gone from, you know, four inches of front wheel travel or three inches of front wheel travel to zero. And the front becomes a rigid. Mm. And it turns out when a motorcycle has a rigid front end, it is fucking not cool at all. Mm. Yeah, I've seen that happen too on bikes where the front tire is severely out of balance. Uh And so it goes like this. And it it it, it hydrolocks all the fluid up into it. And then it (laughs) hangs up there because it won't, it's like a straw holding it up. Right, and you're just you would think they were welded. They're just and they can't come out. You pull the caps off, and then they (laughs) and they shoot. (laughs) You hear a giant sucking sound. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, I don't know how this happened, but um, uh, Hempling's not here tonight. Pete's not here tonight, and he's our local like official ADV rider. But the uh, 
Last week, we started talking after the podcast about this Mid-Atlantic BDR, right? Yep. And uh, what's the num- What's the BDR? What's the acronym stand for? Uh, back dis- Backcountry Discovery Route. Backcountry Discovery Route. Think Brokeback Mountain? You're not far off. <laughs> Got my own personal backcountry discovery route going on. I like, to come, from, I like to come in from the front. <laughs> you know, you'll know you're getting close when you get to the taint. When you get to the taint, you got you to duck under the ball sack, go past the taint, and you're you in the backcountry discovery route. <laughs> BD what? BDSM? BD yeah. And it is, it is a horrible... You know, it's a horrible acronym. What'd you say, Steve? Oh, I was just laughing. I honestly just, I just found something out. While I was gone, actually, one of my friends says his mother of 78, whatever she is, honest to goodness, thought BDSM in, in yeah. text stood for Bible study. <laughs> it's like, to some, some people, I mean, you get that. BDSM is Bible yeah. study? Yeah. Whoa. It's bridal study. Bridal, yeah. Yeah. Like, Put this bit in your mouth. Oh, my God. So, yeah. Anyway. So, so this uh, this, thing, so this, this So what this is, BDSM is, this, trail is route, what? From, this is a route from Virginia that goes all the way to the basically the top of Pennsylvania. And for lack of better okay. terms, it's uh, 1,080 miles. Half the Appalachian Trail. It is. Ish. Yep. And it's uh, divided up into nine segments. And each segment is somewhere between 100 and 200 miles. And then these roads are this entire thing. Now, in deference to ADV Rider, mm-hmm. all hail ADV Rider, the world's largest website ever. I mean, there's Chive and there's ADV Rider. <laughs> and if you have those two things, you will need nothing else of the internet. You will be busy for the rest of your life. Chive's got better suspension. <laughs> <laughs> Chive has better. Yeah. So ADV Rider is, you know, it's, it, it is what it is. It's huge, it's a juggernaut. And so is Chive. Exactly. It, it is what it is. But this thing is like the ADV, the ADV rider is a culture. We used to joke years ago that if ADV rider was a vehicle type other than motorcycle ADVs, it'd be a Volkswagen van. Because the point is, ADV guys wave at everybody. And so do people in Volkswagen vans. You know, like if you're in a Volkswagen <laughs> or van, Jeeps. Or Jeeps wave at other Jeeps, mm-hmm. right? Jeeps wave at other Jeeps. People in some exotic vehicles, and I own a lot of exotic vehicles, they wave at each other. If you ever own like, a British, you know, British 2 plus 2 or a little British you know, sports car, you wave at each other. You see you got another guy in a TR6, so you fucking wave. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm so happy driving my car. I'm going to be nice and personable and just wave to everybody I see. And wave to fuckers, it's right? It's still moving. I'm such a good right. <laughs> yeah. I have a British car. I'm on the street. Look at me. I'm traveling on my own power. <laughs> Yeah. It's, the, it's the Lucas Wave. It's the queen. Hope it's the we queen get wave. home. <laughs> Fancy a spot of tea? I've run out of electrons. <laughs> but whereas guys on a Harley will only wave at people they deem suitable. Yeah, and some of them will wave. I mean, I, have you ever had the retracted wave? I've had them pull back. Like, yeah. oh, 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 yeah. yeah. I used, uh, when my. In, in the early 80s or late 80s when the Honda Magna came out, that my particular Magna I had, the 87, the Super Magna, had gone to great lengths to, from a distance, fool people into thinking it was a Harley. Because of the width of the forks, the shape of the headlight, at a distance, it was hard to tell it wasn't a Harley. And so I would get so many waves thrown out and then 
just oh, pull that fucker back. Get it oh, back. That's not it. That's a hyperextended elbow. Fucking <laughs> hell, that's a rice burner. Yeah, yeah. right. Like a good looking cross dresser. <laughs> Like, Ooh, check that out. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty underrated bike, by the way. I, I have three of them over the years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have one in my garage right now that's only lightly crashed. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> but it's uh, but they are good bikes, and it is on our cult. You know, it's our list of cult bikes is the Super Magna. But the uh, but ADV riders, they don't give a fuck if you are on a Razor scooter. They're gonna wave. Like if if you're in a rascal on your way to get your you know your dialysis, you're gonna get a wave out of an ADV rider. They are straight up. They wave at everybody, and it is cool because it is that Volkswagen van mentality of like, look, we're having an adventure. Everyone jump in and we're gonna have fun together. So ADV riding, to me, and this is I gotta preface this by saying, ADV riding is just the riding that you do when you've picked a bad campsite. Right? If you've said that, you know, I hear the campsite is over there, and I'm over here, and it turns out there's a creek between where I am and where I want to sleep. You have to get there. Now I'm an ADV rider. <laughs> and what kind of bike am I on? Well, whatever fucking whatever. bike I'm on, dude. It's, yeah. Sometimes a Vespa, sometimes a CB350, sometimes a 18, you know, 100cc horrible thing, you know? But <laughs> goddammit, for that sometimes, minute... Sometimes I'm, a submersible zero. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, and at that moment, I was adventure riding. <laughs> I went from being a beer transportation system to an adventure rider in one creek. ADV rider, submarine driver, ADV rider. <laughs> Look, it's a jet ski. Look, it's a jet ski. Look, it's a jet ski. Oh, shit, it's a submarine. <laughs> yeah. There was actually a, a big thing on adventure rider about what makes an adventure rider. Oh, my God. And so they got into this whole thing, and I was like, if you have ridden your bike in Detroit and came back with your bike, you're a Totally an adventure rider. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Dude, I have ridden around places in Libya. Trust me, it was an adventure. Yeah. I guarantee it. I have ridden, I have now officially, you know, ridden in Florence, Italy. Fuck. <laughs> Holy shit. That's an adventure? That's a fucking adventure right there. Turns out there's two things about the Italian drivers. One, there is no higher level of aggression on the road. There's never been more aggression. Like, it is, it is where aggression goes to learn about being aggressive. Is, God, it's fucking amazing. And they're in such a hurry to go to a three-hour dinner. And, but it has God. to be their mama's gravy. Jesus, no. fuck. They drive so fast to do everything. But, on the other hand, they're very good at it. So you can kind of let it go because... Despite this guy that's cutting you off across three lanes of traffic in something with 38 horsepower, he's doing it beautifully. Giving you Morse code on the horn. Right. around left. Exactly. Oh, my God. It's fucking awesome. So I have a serious question for you. So yeah, you yeah. just got back, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just driving here today, almost every single car murdered me because they were texting, right? What yes. is it like in Europe? Are they as bad? Texting in Europe is a offense uh, punishable by death. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's and not bad. It's not bad. Uh-huh. It's not bad. And you know, it should be here. Yeah. And yeah. It was a long time. It was a long time before Europe got the concept of cup holders. So if you had a European car, you had no cup holders. If you had a Japanese car, you had fourteen cup holders. Or an American mm-hmm. car, you had eighteen cup holders. Yeah. But then the BMW or the Mercedes still had no cup holders. Mm-hmm. Did, did you? Ever, <laughs> there was this Mercedes. I think it was a Mercedes commercial. Yeah. And they have. Like it's a, a certain like they're doing surgery and they're going around this Mercedes, and there's all these Japanese guys watching them go through the Mercedes and the Mercedes are just discussing, 
Like this is the engine, and this is what we. This is our innovation here. This is our innovation in the suspension. This is the innovation, whatever. And they get inside and like, and these are cup holders. And then all the Japanese guys go, "We invented those. We invented those." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they pulled that. I mean, they they played it for like one week, and yeah, they pulled and it. They pulled it must it. have been offensive. So. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, must have been. Just, you know, on one hand, it's not even just. There are McDonald's in Italy, and there are McDonald's. Yeah, they exist. But it wasn't until recently they started even getting a drive-thru. Like, a, dr- a drive-thru is just not a thing to get. <coughs> and also, it's really fucking hard. I just came back. It's really hard for me to get an adult human-sized portion of coffee. Oh, yeah. And then the idea of getting it to mm-hmm. go and to enjoy it whilst driving. Is, but is it espresso over there? It's not. It's like you know what? I don't or... give a fuck. It does. That's great that it's strong and it's small and it's <coughs> concentrated. But, like, this is, like... This is literally like nibbler poop. Mm. I mean, you've gotten it to the point where it's like it's it's darker than the heart of the devil itself. It is the most amount of caffeine you can put into a molecule of liquid, and then it's four dollars. You know, seriously? Yeah. Mm. But the point being, yeah. I want to have an event. Like I want something to walk around and keep my hand warm for the next right. twenty minutes. And if any Italian person saw what I consider to be my small travel mug, oh yeah, they'd be like, "That's a week's worth of coffee." You know, and to me, that's just one of three that I'll be having before lunch gets laid in. So it's just not like, like there's a different concept. I'd rather, I am an American. I would rather have a lot of hot, bad coffee. I would then have coffee a, to get me from Cleveland to Pittsburgh. Right. I need like three hours worth of coffee. Fuck yeah, man. I can sip it, you know. <laughs> we have a, we, we've got the get-go here and the get-go's rules regarding coffee is simple. You can buy any one of our three or four sized cardboard cups of coffee. That's fine. You're a fucking idiot and you're an amateur and we appreciate, look at you, you're adorable. (laughs) However, if you come up with just like a regular, and I'm going to hold this up for the sake of our radio audience. Mm, If you come up with a standard stainless steel Nissan issue, stainless steel. 14 ounce. 14, this is like 26 ounce or whatever. Mm. Right, 20 ounce mug. You you come up with one of these things, that's a dollar refill. My entire goddamn court thermos, the mm-hmm. big fucker, mm-hmm. the stainless yeah. steel that keeps it cold or keeps it hot for like a day and a half, yeah. is a dollar forty nine. <laughs> so you can have this much coffee for a dollar, or you can have three times this much coffee for a dollar forty nine. <clears throat> yeah, that's where the bubble keg comes from. Mm-hmm. Like the bubble mm-hmm. keg comes from you couldn't possibly have a bladder this big. But we're going to sell you this much coffee for a dollar forty nine. Or you could go to Starbucks where your daughter works and get it for free. <laughs> oh, man. Winning. Wow. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. And they are, talking, <laughs> they are talking about Starbucks going, uh, you know, Starbucks is talking about going to Italy, and everybody's in a fucking kerfuffle about it. And everybody's like, oh, well, that'd be the worst thing ever. No, fuck you. As an American traveling around Italy, there were some times, there were some times I wanted an American quantity of coffee. And there were some times when I did, we ate at McDonald's, and it was a surreal experience, because the Happy Meal... Can you get a big coffee? Dude, the Happy Meal comes with a beer, and not a bad beer, your choice of a couple of different beers. So, like, the Happy Meal. Oh, yeah, it's all beer at McDonald's. Straight up, with a straight up, I call them Happy Meals, but, like, with the menu combo (laughs) number one, right? Menu combo number one, value meal number one, comes with your choice of a small soft drink or a 12-ounce beer. And it's like two or Bang. three different beers. Yeah. yeah, right. No question there. No questions yeah. asked. It's and, nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Somewhere. And then also, it down. Right. Yeah. And also, like you had five or six different burgers that you could actually like. You know, they were Mukau burgers. Like they weren't like a, 
a 1.6 ounce what McDonald's here calls ground it. ocular sockets. Right. <laughs> That's what somebody said. The McDonald's is the largest purchaser of, of ocular sockets. Ocular sockets. Yeah. Lips and assholes. Lips uh, and assholes. It doesn't stop. Dollar dog night. Dollar dog night. That's right. <laughs> Those are the worst dogs ever. They was crushed it, down was, so far. But it was it ten cent dog night or ten cent beer night that put Cleveland on the map. I was there. Were you there? I was there. Holy mm. shit. And they were they what? so oh, so they served the beer in the uh, <laughs> paper wax. Maybe didn't see you. I don't know wax paper cups. Yeah, okay, you, you right. remember those? Okay, and so for the podcast listeners, uh, so we don't get like accused. Nineteen seventy four. So we don't get accused of having side conversations again. Uh, <clears throat> we were doing a podcast. Um, Nineteen seventy four. <laughs> so Cleveland Indians water or Muni Stadium. Yeah, Muni Stadium decided to be a great idea to do ten cent beer night. Mm-hmm. Watch the video on YouTube. Watch the video on YouTube. Against the Texas Rangers. Okay. Jeff Burrows in right field. <laughs> go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. I want the play to play by play, Marty. The play by play. Here yeah. we are, 1974. But okay, so night. now so, it was so a the ten cup, cent beer. Yeah. So, so the tell cup, me about a dime beer. Well, so here's here's the deal. It's they got all these kegs back there, and they're pouring as fast as they can into wax covered. Paper cups, yeah. if you remember those things. Mm-hmm. Dixie cups. Mm-hmm. So these poor guys are pouring the stuff, and, and you know, the cup is maybe, you know, a 20-ounce cup, but there's only five ounces of beer because everything's foaming all over oh, the place. Oh, yeah. okay, all right, all Because right. they don't have it chilled, they don't, yeah. and they're slamming the shit out, yeah. and so... But who cares? It's a dime. Yeah, so yeah. You, you'd go up there with a buck, and they'd throw up ten of them. And, and then, how do you then even carry it? Oh, Five oh. fingers in each, and just pick them up like that. Edward Walk Beer back hands. and say, yeah. here's five for you, here's five for you, I'll be right back. And go here's back five again. For you. Yeah, and just and you just get in line. So we actually built a little pyramid of the cups upside down. Oh, and, awesome. And, <laughs> and it, was, it, was, it was not a very well-attended game, but I do remember things started to get go haywire, and somebody jumped out of the right field. We were along the yes. left field fence. Jumped out of the right field fence and ran after Jeff Burrows, who's a big friggin' dude. And Jeff Burroughs, I think, you know, backed up a little bit, and then the, the benches emptied, players came out with bats and stuff like that, and, and chased and, everybody away, and all the teams, you know, evacuated the field. And uh, and they called the game? Called the game, yeah. Because uh, some dude who had at least, <laughs> so some dude who had like a dollar fifty worth of beer in him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on a buck fifty worth of beer, charged the field and shut the whole goddamn game down. So half of the half of the people in the stadium, <laughs> and it was probably only six or seven thousand yeah. people, went onto the field, <laughs> including me and the, my my four no. high school buddies. Well, because at this point it's like a Beach Boys but, concert. But I'm I'm such a chicken <laughs> shit, you know. I'm just barely on on the field, and I'm you know backing off, and yeah. I'm not doing anything. So we, we're, we're leaving. We're in foul territory, right? Yeah, you yeah. got that right. <laughs> so we're leaving the stadium. We get out of the stadium, and somebody grabs my buddy Joe and says, you were the fuckers that was on the, on, the, on the field. On the field. And is trying to, you know, sucker punch him. I'm going, what the fuck? Everybody was on the field. For right. Christ. Yeah. <laughs> you know, game's over. Yeah. But that's my story. Holy shit. Nice. Well, I, I've never known anybody to have a good, I mean, I've been hearing about 10 Cent Beer Night my whole life. You're my I hero mean, now, up. Chris. Yeah. Again? Yeah, again. It's coming and going. Yeah. You know? Look for him on the video on YouTube. Yeah, he's probably there. When, uh, when we were, when I was in high school in the '80s, they'd have us. Now I can imagine the news stores would be fucking crazy, but they'd yeah. have us to raise money. They'd have us sell beer. 
So yeah. we'd go yeah. at the football games and walk up and down as high school yep. kids. Absolutely. Well, me and my buddy figured out that if we took the beer cans and completely tipped them like this yep. into the can, yep. it would foam the whole can. Oh, yeah. So after 24 of those fuckers, we'd have a full beer. Oh, easy. So yeah. by the end of the thing, we're hammered. You know, it's like, like 15 years old, just hammered selling yeah. beer. So they didn't let us do that again, but, I mean. <laughs> Child Protective Services yeah. came along. Yeah, they went to a lot of Browns games where, where batteries were So you're saying you were the one who ruined it for everybody? I ruined it. It was yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. They also had a burn disco record night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was that, that was in Cleveland, though, wasn't it? It was. It was a different place, but they... But the field was on fire. Because they, everybody brought disco records yeah, to play. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh boy. That's a bad idea. Wow. Yeah, the marketing well, department kind too. of fucked up on that yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, I could just that see assholes like, system. light it up, get about half <laughs> of it going. And, and then, then it's pretty yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, they had like a big bonfire in the middle of the field, right. and they yep. piled all these records on, and... Something happened and everything was burning. Well, the time in Thanksgiving when they dropped 200 turkeys. Oh, wait, that was WKRP. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the humanity. The humanity. Well, of course, I assumed they could fly. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> on, to, uh, on to a more entertaining. Hey, I got a question for anybody That's out awesome. there who knows about Honda Ruckuses. Uh, Is it Ruckuses or Ruckai? Ruckai. So we got a customer today that presented with a, uh, a, a yellow Ruckai. And, uh, no, it's one ruckus. A ruckus, and in uh, and you know we haven't done any diagnostic on it at all. But uh, when you go to start the thing, you turn the key on, everything looks normal. You kickstart it, it works normally. But when you try to use the electric starter, mm. she no go. And it's got a perfectly charged battery in it. Battery's healthy. And when you hold the brake, turn the key on, and hit the starter button, you hear a little a super faint click. Super faint. So Not like a good solid so relay. The primary system. side of that system is working. Well, and here's the other thing. We do know that the Ruckus and the Metropolitan both use that starter rater technology. Dynamo. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's a dynamo starter. Dyna starter. Charging starting dynamo. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So we know that that device. Now, the question is, is he just got like one half of the field is collapsed? The part of the field that gets it going is collapsed as opposed to the part that creates They're electricity. Huh? They're integral. Right. Well, this so is the question. I would question. say that they, it, it couldn't be. It's a okay. switch. I bet you it's a yeah. switching relay problem. We're all going to get to find out. Whoa. What is that? Holy shit. I just thought Plus? I was in a J.J. Abrams film. <laughs> mine, mine I just got it, Inception. Mine does it sometimes, too, though. <laughs> yeah? Really? Yeah, it does it. Yeah. But then if you move it a little bit, yeah. it We'll start. Yeah, we'll dick with it later on. It's not one of those ones that starts only when you let off the starter button? No, I haven't had that one yet either, no. (laughs) But this one, it it starts fine. That's going to come out in Suzuki's next year. It turns out that on a a Honda Ruckus, the floorboard area of a Honda Ruckus is exactly the size you need to carry one of those uh, Mm. uh, five-gallon gas cans. Five-gallon plastic square gas can. It's identical. It couldn't be better. It is like it you is kind of have to hook your legs around it. Well, though. that's security. Yeah, yeah. You hold it in there, and that, that's it. But God, what a! You know. I always say better out than in. Can you also carry a five-gallon corny keg of beer? No, because it would have to be a square. A square. No, carry yeah, a square six pigs. Barrel. Square pigs just make sense. A six barrel. You can carry a six barrel on a on a ruckus because I've done it. Oh, you've done that? Yeah. yeah but yeah. A, a no, keg, no, wait, wait, wait. The six. distance between the yeah. the front and the seat is not six wide. gallon. Sixth barrel. A sixth. Oh, one sixth barrel. Six barrel. Six barrel. Five but gallons. the, uh, yeah, that's five the traditional, yeah. you know, the traditional red plastic gas can, whatever your 
brand is mm. your favorite. Right. But the five-gallon version of that Real seems fit. to fit perfectly on the floorboards of a Ruckus. So you're saying that you want to do 1,080 miles on a Ruckus with a five-gallon? With a five-gallon? Five hmm. It just makes sense. Yeah, you did, you did, you did leave the, the adventure store. Normally, John brings me back. Okay. But apparently, yeah, yeah. he was clocked out. The, uh, I'd like to work with everything we've seen. Sort of, uh, <laughs> you know, it's doable, too. It's I'm totally okay with where we're going. <laughs> they sell these roll-up. Um, uh, they're like uh, bags for your bike, but okay. it's a roll-up. Yeah. And it ties to your uh, foot pags. So you put all your stuff in it. You roll right. it up like a... Uh, a rug. Are you talking about like the German waterproof bags? The German like Ortlieb bags? I don't no. know what those no, are. I've seen them for canoeing where they have a bag where I you can roll it up and it's waterproof, but it hangs over your seat like this. It can hang yeah. over your seat and then you yeah. then it's got uh, cords at the end and okay. you can tie them to your back foot pegs oh, okay. or whatever. And they will work perfectly for the ruckus if you're going to use it for that. I like it. Mm. So on to the idea of adventure. Because... We have an adventure road for the first time in a long time that is not a long drive from where we are. Mm. So, we got to talking last week. And when you're talking, that's I'm one drinking. thing, but when you have alcohol powering the talking, it gets better. Yeah. It just <laughs> gets better. So then I did the dive down the YouTube rabbit hole of the <laughs> M-A-B-D-R. Fucking shitty acronym, by the way. Mm -hmm. Whoever, I mean, the guys who named it, we, we got to work on that. Because your acronym... <laughs> Look, I don't, you can go the long way around the block to come up with SHIELD. I was going to say that, yeah. Somebody <laughs> really wanted that acronym, yep, yep. right? And SPECTRE, and all yeah. the like the cool acronyms yep. that exist. But like NAMBLA has a better fucking acronym <laughs> than <laughs> North, like Mid-American Bestiality Divine Retribution Brigade. You know, like we're going to have to come up with our own t-shirts for MABDR because they let that cheese in the wind. Yeah. Okay, now on to t-shirts. We need to have an event that is worthy of a t-shirt. Yeah. So, um, what we were talking about last week and what sort of transmogrified over the course of the week was that we would launch about on a journey. A quest, if you will. Mm. Sally forth. Sally forth. <laughs> and tally-ho. And we would... Or the Holy Grail. <laughs> have you seen the chalice? But it's uh, it's in the palace. Not the shell palace. With the bruise, it's true. Okay. But, yeah. Okay, so the idea was we get in the bus, the school bus, because we have one of those. So we get in the school bus, and we fuck off down to Virginia. That's day one. Okay? Or day zero, as it will. With all the bikes. With all the bikes. So the bikes are in the bus, right? Because we, we've done this before. The bus can hold a great many of bikes. And so this is now, and mind you, these numbers are purely... Exploratory. <laughs> this is a prototype concept at this point. We're not really into any of the when hard in doubt, We're things. sending in a scout. When in doubt, send a scout. Right. That'll work. Okay, so I can go there. Uh, but so we go fuck off down to Virginia. We go to the beginning of this trail. And this trail is like a combination of actual roads, gravel roads that are real roads, trails that aren't real roads, and then like a little bit of like cute little water crossings that you or I would consider to be like we've ended up on the wrong side it of the like, And in one section it looks like they're riding across a field. It does. Several mm -hmm. times it looks like they're like riding a across a field. Like a greenway in England or something. Mm -hmm. right. Or adjacent to somebody's crops. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. But as compared to like the ones like you know in Utah and all that, it's, yeah. you're not going to probably murder yourself. We're probably to not going to be riding on the moon. Yeah, right. Yeah, which or is the Utah ones a, totally look like a yeah. 700 foot cliff on you know rocks. My point is, anything I can break my leg on is officially called a crevasse <laughs> because I like the term crevasse. <laughs> and if it's far enough that I could break my leg, it's a crevasse. <laughs> uh, yeah, and that's it. You know, like if you fall off the bath, the toilet, not a crevasse. Yeah. If you fall off the ladder, crevasse. I was traversing a two-foot crevasse, crevasse. <laughs> and I broke my leg. <laughs> the silly people. Uh, but anyway, the original plan that I had hatched, I hatched this brain baby. This brain baby was like all about, you're going to ride your Super T. Mm-hmm. Just, I'm pointing at Steve. Mm-hmm. So Cinch is, you know, is going to ride his Super T. And then... Uh, Where are the husky? Well, hold on. All right, okay. Yeah, hold on. I'm not a frog and you're not a bunny, so let's not jump to conclusions. Okay, so (laughs) we got this whole thing about... Then uh, we got Hempfling, who just got that brand new BMW 850, right? Mm -hmm. So he wants to trot that fucker out, so he rides that, right? And so then we also have in our stable, or quiver, we've got um, KLR 650. Mm -hmm. My new one. Africa Twin. Africa Twin. No. No? I just, I bought a KLR 250. You bought a KLR? Oh. A Barbie edition. A Barbie edition. Was it a KLX 250? Oh, was it on Craigslist? Yep. Did he have the 650 partner with it? Oh, I was eyeballing So what was it? (laughs) (laughs) Did you Craigslist a 250 or a 650? Were you eye-fucking his bike? I was eye-fucking his bike. bike. Oh, man. Apparently, (laughs) he who hesitates has lost a bike. Yeah. No, he had a 250 and a 650. The 650's out in Colorado. Okay. So I called him and he... Wait, wait, wait. The guy was really cool. He's on Craigslist here. He's on Craigslist here. But half of his bikes that he had listed are not here. Right, and one of his... His KLR 650s in Colorado. All right. His K- KLR 250 was in Conneaut. All right. Yeah. So he he was the coolest guy. Were they both he, Barbie editions? Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. both the same year, 95. <laughs> yeah. More purple and green. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. On a it's, Saturday. it's awesome. Yeah. I, the things, and it only had 1,700 miles on it. Yeah. And it's mint. The plastic is mint. Everything's See? mint about okay, it. Okay, perfect. Perfectly mint. Perfect. Bucks. I'm in the middle of fixing my garage right now, perfect. and I literally thought about putting it on mint. hold. I was like, finish the garage or buy that bike. And I was like, oh, this. And, wh- and so what? So the guy Saturday, get he was to... cool, and so he's, he's held it for me. He said he had 50 calls on it. Well, no shit. And he said that I, he was the most honest guy I've, I've met, like on Craigslist so far. Mm-hmm. He said, You mm-hmm. were the first to call me. You come and see it. And I'm holding the price for you. I raised the price because I had so much interest in it. Of course he did. Yeah. It, but I'll sell it to you for whatever I told you I'd sell it to you for. I got out there. The thing was, I, he uncovered it. I'm like, Here's your money. Wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. Hold on. Look at it. There was a KLR on this planet, a KLR. 250 on this planet that somebody had gone to the trouble of putting a cover on. Right. It was. And you, it was are you sure it wasn't just another mint. motorcycle that had fallen on it? <laughs> no, it was an actual cover on a KLR 250? I can't tell you how nice this bike is. Yeah, that's it, an uppity motherfucker mint. right there. I thought the pictures that's were from 96 shit. on yeah. the web. No, like, were, I thought they were that old. Yeah. That's how good wow. it was. Yeah. Wow. Got the cover halfway bike. off and Steve jizzed in his pants. And you know the thing is, it's like, it. and the point is, it's not like it's a particularly great motorcycle. But the point is, is, is one of those motorcycles that just kind of does everything better than average. Hmm. You know, and plus it's got a. I love purple. You I love, love that it. Is. Pur- I love oh, purple, oh, and I love the color scheme. It's like it reminds so me of what happens right. when the, the little GI Joes went to that weird swamp thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, and 
everything got like all the vehicles no. got all the green and purple and shit. Yeah, yeah. The series yeah. two and series three. Oh, series but, terrible. But it's, it's so oh, outlandish that everybody well, knows that it's a stock bike because nobody would actually is. change their bike. Oh my god, so no! It looks great. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The DR two fifty I had was like that. It was pink and uh, yeah, disco man. Like it's, whatever, it yeah. ran great. It's yeah. the Miami Vice bike. edition. They went through it. White and blue. Through it. I mean, the guy said he bought it in twenty. Thirteen, okay. He put a hundred miles on it. He got he he uncovers it. Yeah, one kick <laughs> starts right up. Runs so for perfectly. the listeners, a KLR six fifty has an electric starter, but the KLX and the KLR two fifties do not. No. So if you're going to have the smaller displacement bike, you got to kick. Plus, it, it doesn't mm-hmm. have a compression release. Right, it doesn't matter. I mean, it doesn't two fifty. Yeah, it's two fifty. That's fantastic. Good so for you. So Steve, you own an Africa Twin, right? But for this, you, you would like to use your new KLR two fifty. I would use my KLR two fifty. Oh, but and wait, my, my kid wants worse. to go too, and he wants to do the <laughs> XT two fifty. Oh, that's okay. But wait, it gets worse. So in the Rogues Gallery, we were thinking that we were going to go. We we were really thinking that we were going to cover the spectrum. Of things between like a fucking straight up overly prepared Super T and a CT one ten. Okay, so we so thought. You take my Euro. Well, eh, it doesn't fit in the bus. Okay, <laughs> so we the original plan was that we were going to go between a CT one ten and a a ADV Rider approved Super Tenere. Okay, because like ADV Rider is to a certain degree all about the Farkle. Right, because I mean, I've seen those bikes parked in front of coffee shops mm-hmm. with less miles than my Vespa two fifty mm-hmm. is. Well, see, that's the thing. So one, yeah. the, the, so the Super Ten, like yeah. mine, right? Yeah. If, if you're looking for an adventure bike and you want one and you got a few bucks but you don't right. have a lot, yeah. that's the bike because it's like every doctor and every lawyer and everybody that's like, oh, I want to get a BMW and not right now. Right. They buy the Super T. Oh yeah. They put ten they grand load into all it. The shit onto it. Then they go and their buddies at other doctors go, you didn't get a GSA, and then they dump the Super T right. for like one fifth of what they paid for. That's right. And then you end up with the greatest bike ever, and then they go buy their GSA for twenty eight thousand dollars. My only argument with that is, I think it's better to be the third guy in the circle jerk than the second. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and. Yeah. Because the loads get smaller. With yeah. British, <laughs> they're nearly dried up by the third. The, uh, but British cars, my rule on British cars are British motorcycles. So I always want to be the third one there. So the first one, of course, paid full retail. Yep. The second one fixed everything that was fucking broken, <laughs> lost his ass, and is angry at it. Yeah. Right? So he's he hates selling it. So he hates selling <laughs> it way too low. And then the third guy that gets it, he paid not very much for it. And doesn't give a fuck. Loves it, yeah. and now makes it awesome. Awesome, yeah. And now, like, that's where you want to be is number three, mm. right? So you want to be number three. The number two guy, he has a lot mm. of unfucking to do, right? Oh, Whereas yeah. the number three yeah. guy gets the thing totally unfucked. Or you find a yeah. number one guy oh. that's too scared to touch the bike and takes yeah. it and actually has everything done. And professionally. Professionally. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I love a brand new bike with a box of receipts at one-third retail. Yeah, mine came <laughs> with a, a, a three-gallon thing of uh, ACF 50 just so he can squirt the whole thing down and store it for the winter. <laughs> I was like, I, that's a two hundred dollar <laughs> fucking thing. That is literally a two hundred dollars yeah. worth of ACF yeah. fifty. Right. Yeah. <laughs> wow, holy shit! So that was first idea was everything between a CT one ten and something like properly Super T, whatever BMW ADV rider, as wide as the lanes are, kind of thing, right? And then, and then I got to thinking. I watched like seven of the nine videos. And then, yeah. And I watched all the videos, and what I kept not seeing in the videos. Was anything frightening? 
I didn't see anything in the video that made me see anyone else wetting their pants. C70? Uh-uh. So now I went... <laughs> crevasses? No. <laughs> I went full babe rally on this shit. Like, oh, no. I went... My brain just immediately went... The pink buddy? No, yeah, well, my brain went, here's the thing that everybody's into right now. How can we take all the fun out of it for them? <laughs> it's just a big... You're trying to spoof it. I'm thinking at this point, we can't have a big enough middle finger. A collective Cleveland Moto middle finger. So, here's the new concept. The new concept is the same as the old concept from a logistics standpoint, okay? Six bikes, seven bikes, a bus, every day... People Go. rotate forward one bike, so you're not riding the same well, bike what, you were riding when yesterday. When you were talking about this, is what I'm thinking. Like, oh, it'd be oh, perfect to like great. you ride this one, and we'll just yeah. rotate. We're just gonna rotate. You get a day on the CT one time, well, and great. you get a day driving the bus. Right. You get a day That's driving a the idea. bus. Yeah. yeah. You get a day driving yeah. the bus. So that means you know you're going to get between uh, hint, you know, between launch point A and launch point B faster when you're in the bus because you're going to be on the hard right. wall. Do you go through the green field with the bus? You- <laughs> You can Based try. on okay, look, declarative teasing, statement I'm time. Teasing. Declarative statement time. Based on everything I've seen in the video, we could do the MABDD. MABDR. BDSM. MABBW. MABBW. The ride. BBD. Belvib Devoe. I don't know. We could do it. I'm pretty sure we could do it in the bus. We could just leave the bikes in the bus. Oh, I plan to do it in the bus. I don't want to be in there when you're doing it. The bus has been stuck. It doesn't have a really good reputation. So for you to say something like that. But the bus has been stuck every time we've ever moved the bus anywhere it's wet. However, the bus also did make it from the good part of AMA Vintage Days to the bad part of AMA Vintage Days and made it back. Um, And it made it back way drunker than it made it for Just bring my tractor so you can pull the bus out. Pull the bus out. (laughs) Self-extrication. Anyway, so the idea is that everybody rides a different bike every day, and then some. Everybody takes a turn in the bus. The person in the bus gets to camp, you know, gets to where we're going, sets up our pop-ups, starts the fire. She has the beer on ice, whatever, right? Gets the massage. The massage girl's ready, whatever, right? You all know it. Can I bring my smoker? Of course, you can bring your smoker. You sure can, as long as you don't vape. Uh, but <laughs> so I don't want to hear smelling fruit loops. Okay. The uh, now here's the game. The middle finger comes in. I think we should do the entire event on dumb bikes. Now, then, I think dumb then bikes. Go pro it and and well, and the and problem is. Like, and put it on their website. We can't exist. <laughs> there are... Twin powers activate. Four modes. SCM two hundred D. Arrakis. Shape of Arrakis. The Navis. Yeah. yeah. I think that the idea being that it should be bikes that are as dumb as like the okay. Let's qualify this. What qualify kind of bike? Dumb. Well, qualify dumb. Here's the thing. Give <clears throat> me dumb was, for that. I mean, dumb for eighty. Here's my point. What it's supposed to my be. point right. is that whatever you're riding should make the guy who's riding the GSA 1200 feel bad when you pass it and dumping it in a creek. Right. right. When right. you go, yeah. <laughs> right, right. you need any help? Man? Whatever you're riding, <laughs> you're good. Okay. Whatever you're riding should literally be the thing that that guy is going to be talking about for the next week. Mm-hmm. You know, we set out on this adventure. We had all of our adventure shit. <laughs> like, just the happy trail shit on my bike is worth $3,000, 4000 
And this fucker went by me on a insert name of dumb thing here. A whole shitload of fuckers went past. That's the idea. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Every time I looked around, another like a bunch of lawnmowers. <laughs> Lawn boys. And then I, I realized that we did. I did like a self inventory of the idea of the idea of the bikes between one ten and Super Tenere. We have that shit covered. But then what I realized is when we go into a smaller scale, and we go into the stupid bikes that six or seven people could ride, well, we have that covered too. I could give you three of them. Oh, I have a Vespa. Very well, right, two well, of them, two right, of them. Right. I have a Vespa GS, a 1964 Vespa GS that's seen more naked ass than anybody at this table. <laughs> the fur bike. Yeah, well, we oh, have the fur bike, the too. Fur. The fur bike. We have Scootbaka. Scootbaka, right. yeah. So we have Scootbaka. These are all bikes that are perfectly qualified. Yeah. Can I use my CL70? Of course. Why not? Th- this is the idea. The pink buddy. Remember, there's a pink, there's a pink buddy. There's all kinds of shit. And remember that you are not ADV awesome until you've ridden a posty bike from one side of Australia to the other. But here's the thing: with so river crossings somebody, and everything, somebody's going to say yeah. that lightness is uh, uh, it, like the heavy bikes handicapped yeah. versus light. Yeah. So I think okay, you ride dumb bikes, right? <laughs> right. But then we strap a bunch of shit to them to make yeah. them heavier so it's actually cool. Even dumber. Yeah. Well, remember that these dumb bikes still have to make it to the waypoint. Right. right. Yeah. So the dumb bikes, and part of my idea was I, I thought maybe it might be fun to do a zero, too. Because the idea with a zero is depending on which zero you use, it mm. can't technically make it to the next waypoint. Right. So you'd have to come up with some creative mm-hmm. way. you're at 90 miles on an FXS, mm-hmm. you'd have to bring a, like one of those Honda generators. <laughs> and I'm just saying, we might have to get weird, right? And if the bikes are light that's enough, why the, the, makes, the Euro makes sense. Well, so and then the other, bring a winch with those a gun bike to bring. Well, and then the other idea, too, would be that, okay, well, whoever happens to be riding the Zero that day had better be very sensitive on their throttle Steve. because they will end up being towed into camp by another bike. We need to build an electrolytic recharger. Right. You build a fire, you put the panels on it, <laughs> it makes the electrolytic current that charges the battery that you take. Uh. I'm just so low on those. Uh. <laughs> hmm. This is definitely, yeah, it's interesting. Can, can, can everybody tell that Phil has left the room? <laughs> <laughs> the loudness. It's all, the it's all quiet. The, the crickets. <laughs> well, I, well think, I think ADV Magazine would, like, like, to, gotta, uh, would like to feature no, this. It would pan us. Looks like i got to get some 10-inch knobbies for the scooter. But do you guys think that it's more fun? Okay, so really, realistically, you've kind of got the, the idea, the idea behind it. Is it more fun to do it on 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 the correct kind of shit, or is it more fun to do it on the fuck you shit? Fuck, fuck you, you shit. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, all right. That's kind of where I thought. But it was going. is there any oh, registration? Is there anything no, that would let them say no? You can't do that shit. When no, you, there's when nothing. No, anything. So there's Anybody nothing. It's just a trial. The map do whatever the fuck you want. And yeah. downloaded the GPX files. Right. We're good. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And in fact, and you don't I, have to do that. But I just wanted to have the map. Right. And my idea actually. In the whole exploration of this, and, and looking at the videos and watching the, the beautiful footage that people took, and of, it is nice. I mean, it's it's, it's a, nice. It's a yeah. nice ride. Yeah. Well, it's a really yeah. nice ride. But my point is, I looked at the ride, and it is a very nice ride. It's a very nice mm. ride. It's a ride that some people have to do to get to school. It's a ride that some <laughs> other people have to do to get to their grandmother's house. It's literally over the river and through the fucking woods, right? It doesn't strike me as being something that. None of us haven't done at AMA Vintage Days. Mm-hmm. A mailman does it every single to day. Take a shit. <laughs> right, exactly. Right. Could yeah. we? Could we do it with a big bad wolf costume and a 
Oh, never, never mind. The big cow. Yeah, yeah we, the, have, we have heads. The heads. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This other idea is, so far everything I've seen about this particular route suggests that you run it from south to north. Right. So why can't we run it from north to south? That's what I was originally going to do when I was going to do it myself. Yeah. And then just go, yeah, I think it would be easier because it's 119 miles or whatever to the yeah. start. It's all downhill, too. Pete's out here. It's 309. That's right. I'm sorry. Thank you. That's right. We figured that out last time. But 309, whatever. I mean, I think that the other way is 500. If your if your goal is to be dumb, if your goal is to be stupid and weird, then you do want the maximum number of people to see you, and you're going to get the maximum number of people. If the whole world goes from south to north, then you want to go from north to south. You know, they'll be thinking those fuckers are going the wrong way too. Well, that even makes it better. Yeah. Uh, I think it does make it better. So I think that I like we should it. pick, we should figure out who's involved. Now, here's the trick is it's going to take some time. And st- strategically, it doesn't work as a nine-segment event. Hmm. Because you'd have to no. take ten fucking days off of work. Yeah. Yeah. Right? No. Impossible. Well, there's, a couple, Impossible. there's a couple segments that are only 100 miles. So I think yeah. you could do you could gang those segments together to make it a 200 miles. So here's better. the question. Everybody's saying the guys, there's already guys doing it now. Yeah. I mean, like, and guys are doing it on... XT 250s right. and a couple guys and whatever, and they're averaging five to six days. Exactly, doing yeah. you know the whole thing. I would think that the the optimal way to run it, and and once again an XT 250, a TGR 225, more than enough tool for the job. Mm-hmm. And I would think that the right way to do it. Now you could just say it's a thousand and eighty miles. <clears throat> take it into five two hundred mile segments. Mm-hmm. That's fine, you know. Um, it's. It's hard for me to imagine not being able to cover 200 miles in a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got to be 20 miles an hour average for 10 hours. So right. that's not that's so bad. Right. Yeah, and that so is, I mean, that's only the piss 10 times. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, if I get a hold of Phil's big yeah. cup of coffee. I think you need a Texas catheter. Yeah. You can run yeah. it through where your battery drains. So just, yeah. just a hose? Just right. piss yeah. as you go, baby. <laughs> the, uh, but I do think that the idea of... I'd do it. Yeah, the idea of running out... <laughs> your last. Yeah. <laughs> you guys see that? You know Moscow What's bags? Yeah. Did you see that? Somebody had an ad, and it was everywhere. It wasn't just one place. It was all over the interwebs. Where they had somebody really did a good job, and it was Moscow road diapers, and they they came out and they had you know why stop when your friends need to pee? Keep your ride going. And some people believed it, man. Uh, <laughs> Doesn't look like a bad idea right there. I'm not gonna give any backstory. I'm dating a girl, and we go to visit my grandmother. My grandmother's in an assisted living facility, an apartment building, basically. You got a little chain on the wall. If you have a real problem, somebody will come and help you. So it's like an attendant type building. We go there, and, uh, you know, this is a, a new girlfriend, and this is my grandmother and the whole deal, and that's great. And she goes, and she goes, sweetie, sweetie, come over here. You know, Phil loves to go on these long car trips. He just loves going on these crazy long car trips. Mm-hmm. Now, anytime you want, and she hands her about 40 fucking depends. <laughs> <laughs> like, truly <laughs> generic Medicaid <laughs> supply of depends. <laughs> And says, so this way you can just keep three or four of these in the glove box, and it, when he doesn't want to stop, you can just go. <laughs> <laughs> this is given when to When he doesn't want to stop, you, you can, can just go. go. <laughs> this is a 75-year-old woman giving this to a 23-year-old girl I'm dating at the time. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, like, 
you cannot hear sexual juices dry up faster <laughs> than what's happening right now. I mean, just fucking... And, and from the other room, I believe I was catching parts of the dialogue, and my brain was like, no, that would never happen. No person would ever do that. No person could hate me so much as to guarantee that I would never have sex ever again and say these things to a woman that I've identified as my girlfriend. My grandma just cockblocked me. <laughs> With Depends off-branded undergarments. Jeez. And handed them to like a fit 23-year-old woman saying, you might want these for long road trips. Here, sit in your own piss. Yeah. <laughs> you can't great. fault her for being practical, though. But Grandma, come well, on! Listen, but if if she if she thought that was a good idea, yeah. she might have been a keeper. Well, by God, you know, you know what? It's no. twenty five years later, and we're still married. So, you know, I, 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 yeah. I like a woman who's seen but not heard too. Doctor so. Doctor Waters tells the story better. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> uh, oh my God, I was fucking when I when I heard that going down, I was like, Are you fucking kidding me? This is really happening. Where do you dispose of a 74-year-old Sicilian corpse? <laughs> you have to ask all the other Sicilians in the same, building. Same place you dispose of a five-pound uh, Under Armour uh, or diaper. Oh, diaper. <laughs> Out the window. What does uh, 80-year-old pussy taste like? Depends. Put <laughs> <laughs> hey hey Set up. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, so anyway, so I go. Oh, so you got a DD though. What's that? You should get a designated driver. For what? For well, the bus. Well, that's the bus. No rotation. No rotation. Yeah. Everybody takes a turn driving One the bus. Day. I'm sure everybody can drive it's, that fucker. It's, it's your easy. turn in the barrel. Yeah. <laughs> it's easy and it's more adventurous. It's and, more adventurous. And, and looking, looking around, to, too, because it's a direct route. So. But like yeah. looking around the table, except for one guy, right? All right. I think I think <laughs> most of us, after a few days, are going to want to drive the bus and relax <laughs> a little bit. I'm just saying. I hate four wheel vehicles. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, but it's a That's weird a four wheel vehicle. vehicle. It's a six wheel oh, yeah. vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you could maybe pay somebody or trade off and be ah. like. Hey. You know, yeah. oh, it's take my turn. Yeah. yeah, somebody's like, ah, I'm not really. We can hot stop on the at ruckus. local Home Depot, find somebody to jump in. I'll take the ruckus just so I don't have to drive the bus. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. So that's it. So the idea we got to work on over the next little while is figure out what. First of all, the time frame. The time frame. So I've decided, um, looking at the schedule, looking at the calendar, the second week in October, first week, second week of October is kind of when we want to do this looking at what different events are happening. So people, I want you to check your schedules for that. The second thing is I would like it, if possible, for us to make it a between five and seven day event so that the maximum you would need to take off of work would be like five actual days. And then I was doing the logistics. And yeah. You could take off on a Friday, meet right. after work on a Friday, sure. and get, to the, yeah. get to get the, to the start, start sleep, and do it. Mm-hmm. You could have five to six days of solid, like, okay, we got to get this done. Right. So an extra day of, oh, shit, we didn't get it done. Right. And then a day to get home. Then that's the right way to I don't, uh, Well, uh, What's that? That's not the way you want to do this. How not? How not? Well, I mean, you do, but don't you want to, like, why well, you don't want to be busting balls riding this shit. You want to just be having We did the Babe Rally. Though. Yeah. yeah. The Babe Rally was the best example I ever needed of, you know, 250 to 450 miles per day. Okay. But still... Ample fuck offery, yeah. yeah, like, like not plenty of fuck offery, and that's the thing is like, how many miles are you thinking per day? 
Like you said, 200. Between, 200? That's not bad. Even dirt no. road, 200. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking between 100 and 150. Like a 100, yeah. 200. Segment, segment, segment. I think once you look at the map, right. which I can bring the map and I'll yeah, drop we'll bring the map. Look at it. We yeah. could probably we could probably figure out a, a, an eight hour, three hundred mile day, so we can right. have a five hour, one hundred and fifty mile right. day the next yeah. day. Like, like 50, you know. 50 to one hundred miles. Stop, have some yeah. beers. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and, and then here's the best part: if, if the October thing happens, yeah. that's yeah. when it's going to be really popular. Right. So yeah. it's going to be really fun to pass a bunch yeah. of GSA oh, yeah, in the is. other direction. Yeah. 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 Going the wrong way. This is beef. And liquor. Miles, I don't care. Do lunch, drink Beef some beers, what? liquor. Another yeah. hundred miles. Oh yeah. Set up camp. And there's plenty of villages and towns and you know hamlets and shit along the way that we can invade, like fucking Vikings. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, at the end of the day, yeah. if everything goes to fucking complete shit, oh yeah, you just go right. home. Right. Like there's no checklist. Right. Nobody's right. like, oh, no. hey, you didn't finish. Right. You guys lose yeah, your motorcycle yeah, license the and you're fucking Is there home. Any, even a registration or anything? No. Like well, that? no I think like people are setting up like, yeah. hey, you did the BD whatever, sign here. Yeah, yeah. That's about it. I mean, it's by the time we get done, there's going to be a. The whole point of these mm. things is that they, they they want people to discover the back roots of America, and they kind of set it up with people. Whoever designates the route goes and talks to the landowners and says what's going on. Mm. And they kind of say, okay, we're putting this on the map, and they're cool. Is, so, do you think there are going to be enough people doing this to maybe uh, alter the terrain a little bit? Maybe, like it's actually going to get a worn-in track. Is more like because you can do this anytime you want, right? Yeah, right. So people are starting to do it right now. Oh, there's pictures of guys and they're. Their is it going to maybe get? You know what I mean? Like once more people start doing it, like it's going to get shut down, or this is going to. Ha- things I don't are think gonna it's going to get shut down because they, they've they've arranged this with people knowing that the, the, the land use is for right, right. Um, and, and I think this particular one is probably seventy five percent gravel and actual roads and groomed trails and stuff. Right. So the other twenty five percent, it's. It looks like it's not that bad, and if per se a little section did, there's an easy swing around. Right, right. So like if you got to that part where we're on a bunch of scooters and stri- and there's like four foot ruts and you need a fucking bike to get through, you could probably just reroute around it and just mm. you know go there. Yeah, so your limit your limiting factor is going to be the ruckus because it can only do forty. See, and you got to think like well, the people the, in these towns. The, There's just suit- timing of when you do it. Right. it doesn't matter. Yeah, so that right. Right. Well, you don't want to do it in April or, or now because it would just be a mud fest. But the thing I think is so it's kind of nice about this is that they do do it through towns that haven't seen traffic in a hundred years. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. So now all of a sudden you got all these guys on GSAs that are like, what? Uh, two hundred fifty dollars for a hotel? <laughs> no problem. No problem. We'll, ha- we'll each have a room. That's right. <laughs> you know. Where the rest of us are, you know, tents and, you know. Hey, Chuck broke his leg, so I guess we'll get him a room tonight. But besides yeah. that, yeah. yeah. So pretty much you're on your own. It's like, yeah. Yeah. It's like it's, doing a cannonball or yeah. something yeah. like that. Exactly. Self-supported. Yeah. And it's all pretty proximal to populated areas and reasonable things. And so whoever's driving the bus, they can do provisions on the road. So if we need something, you know, last night we discovered that we need more firewood. The bus driver can get the firewood. More yeah. wood. Um, More whiskey. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. More beer. Yeah. And so the bus driver has plenty of opportunity to re- get, obtain the re- required items. More meat. <clears throat> so that we can have as much fun as humanly possible. Yeah. Are we going to need to budget some morning hangover time? Well, yeah. <laughs> mm, no, well, gotta start riding. No, ride, <laughs> ride, ride the bike. Hillary can do Best it. You can do it. Best. <laughs> Slam a beer. Get on the bike. Yep. In an hour or so, it'll be gone. Best right. cure for hangovers: wind in the face. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's exactly it. Hair <laughs> of the dog. And yeah. you better be ready for the lunch break. Yep. <laughs> 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 Gonna rally for the lunch break. Yeah, I just don't I think. 
I don't think there's any reason that um, I don't think there's any reason we can't do it and make fun of it. Oh yeah. You know, make fun of it and do it in the correct way, prop. You know, just just do it. You know, rub our correct stink on it. But, but just in case you actually sent the email. I didn't send an email. Oh, okay. No, just, no. You know, I was going to tell him that maybe send an email, but once again, we do have. Oh yeah. Now wait. This is now to give a prop again to uh, to uh, oh Matry Brewing Company with their new Psych Hop Athy Psych. So if you want to read it, psychopathy, but it's a hop. Embrace the madness. Embrace the cans. Madness in a can. Embrace the madness. Embrace the cans. <laughs> I like to embrace the cans whenever possible. Six point nine percent India Pale Ale. From Mad Tree Brewing. We have to send the ginger the evening. Ding. Yes, right. right <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah. The, gin, the ginger what, needs to be. Where are they located? Where's the. Cincinnati. Cincinnati. We, we met him and he liked. Cincinnati. He liked. I was telling him I was coming here last time. He was like, we like all the things you guys yeah. talk about. And so. Yeah. Yeah. He's a fucked up guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's really <laughs> not right. That's a. That's a good, the. Uh, <laughs> fucking uh, deviant bastard. Welcome to the club. Yeah. Are we setting a limit to CCs here? Is this up for grabs? No. Minimum or maximum? No, no. No, no. It just has no. to be an, uh, I don't a want non-traditional ADV no. bike. In a perfect right. world, I would see you on a... Whatever. Helix. Oh. No. The Helix is the right combination of all the stupid. Yep. I have that. I know. <laughs> so the only stupid I have that I could bring that isn't set up for actually doing this would we have be my, my Stella. Your Stella, with, well, with, Stella's with, fine, but... No, but I mean, you could bring a legit dirt bike. Like, there's nothing to say that... The, the dirt bike is outlawed, but the idea is they there should be. On it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there should be a number of vehicles in it that just aren't what people would bring. I mean, yeah. look, you no. carry plenty of beers in the Helix. Though. Yeah, and we anyway. do know that. We do know that what this is. This trail, like if we put up, uh, what do they call those game cameras? Mm-hmm. So if we put up a game <laughs> camera on this trail. It would basically be a train spotter's guide of like GSAs and KLRs, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and and V-Stroms and and, right. and every other thing that's like the bike. It, it would be some. It would mm-hmm. be some yep. piece of motorcycle attached to big aluminum boxes, mm-hmm. and right? it would be like the so Capras. right? It would be big aluminum boxes coming down the trail with some sort of motorcycle <laughs> transporting big aluminum boxes or Moscow like side like soft yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the point being, we all know that. In this true spirit of adventure riding, it is not where you go, it's what you spend, right? Mm. Now, <laughs> in the true spirit of me, it's doing the wrong, or doing a job with completely the wrong tool. That's, that's right? the best name I've ever seen. It said adventure riding. Doing do it, what, exactly what you said. Yeah. And it shows a dude on a Gixxer 750 sporting a stream like three exactly. feet. Exactly. Yeah. Right. I mean, this, is, this has been... You know, Oscar and I come from a scooter background where the people who tell us where we're going are the people that say, you should come with me and do this thing. <laughs> and so we go to Quattro Quattro. Ocho, ocho, ocho. So we go to Quattro Quattro, where the gravel is bigger than babies' heads, right? <laughs> and we do it on Vespas. Up the hill. Up, <laughs> up a hill that wow. you that everyone else gets to ride in the back of a 4x4. <laughs> but, but we were like, fuck that. That means waiting. And there's cocktails <laughs> at the top of said hill, or the bottom of said hill. And we literally on Vespas just go, fuck it. What's some baby head gravel? We can do that. I, I want to see that place fall. where you pee into the ocean. That's we, the one. That's, yeah, that's, that's the one. That's the one. Yeah. yeah, you don't pee into the ocean. You pee into the toilet, but you're looking at the ocean while you're peeing, oh. and that's while you're perfect. roofing as well. That's so cool. It is perfect. Yeah. Oh, it's gorgeous. 
And now, are we going to hit every tiki bar along the way? Yeah, well, no, no, we're going to have to BYO, baby. Because I don't think the Amish are cool with the tiki at this point. <laughs> it's like they're going to bring extra fuel. No, we're going to have just cocktails. Cocktails. We have to, to plan the gas station. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's I bought it. two bottles of Orgeat. See, we're so happy to make yeah. rum Okay, we twist. need six bottles of rum. So we get six bottles of rum, four bottles of bourbon, two bottles of Orgeat. We're good. That's fine. Okay, that's night one. <laughs> but it does make sense to do a long day and then a sort of shorter yeah. day. So yeah. just mix yeah. it up so at yeah. least you can go whole ass the first day. So you can kind of work just for your to celebratory day. Work, <laughs> celebrate, work, Tomorrow's celebrate. Off day. Yeah, off day. Yeah. At least to try to figure out what yeah. your schedule is going to be. And, and yeah. I, I do. I mean, I love, I, I love every element about this, and especially the idea of just like let's just, you know. We don't want to be the guys in clown shoes just failing all over the place. But the point <laughs> being, we want to achieve. Want to succeed. We want to achieve the goal. No, but this sounds so much better. I was going to do this by myself on yeah. my one bike, and this sounds so much better. Well, and anybody can do it by themselves on their one bike. I know. I know. And and get into the line behind all the other sheeple, and you know, and <laughs> just people will first. Know. The first impression will be like. Oh look! It's a bunch of local kids who exactly who snuck, <laughs> who snuck up onto our trail. I have a feeling nobody's going to think that we're local kids. No. <laughs> oh, the bar got out early and they kicked all the idiots At out. Distance. They're riding scooters. Yeah. Apparently, the drunks have figured out that there's no patrolling on this road. <laughs> this now just became back alley Sally. Yeah. I don't. I, I do. I like it. I like it too. I'm going to say, look at this merry band of retards. Oh, wait, there comes their boss. We'll be wearing helmets. We should wear hockey helmets. Hockey helmets. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But I do like. And the better idea is that, okay, you know I'm underselling the fuck out of this. You know, there's going to be things, there are going to be things that are difficult. Of course there are. There's water crossings, what have you. There'll be things that will be difficult, especially difficult on the wrong bike. That makes it more interesting. I mean, look, it's fun. We've all been in that situation where you get from campsite A to campsite triple Z by mostly paddling along with your feet. You know, and the bike is just barely moving itself along. Um, but even when you're doing that, you're making six miles an hour. It's called walking a trail it with is a bike under yeah. the bike. <laughs> this would be so much better if I didn't have this fucking bike between my legs. The, uh, it's easy with a CVT, though. Oh, sure, of course it is. And I think that's I think that's what will make it more hilarious. And then I do think, in the spirit of Top Gear, we should have one punishment bike in the. Bike. <laughs> So I think that if you fuck up and you break the bike that you're supposed to ride, we're going to have a punishment bike in the bus. So the punishment bike will be like, if you fuck up and break your bike doing something dumb that you shouldn't have done, you should have to ride the punishment bike. We're not sure what the punishment bike is going to be yet, but it'll be something awful. I threw a feeler out for one that's on on the the list right now. If I can get it, I think it's two wheel drive. Oh, I'm thinking Orocon. Yep. Yeah, Orocon. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. About to get I a love everybody that's going to do it. Yeah. The commitment is a hundred bucks toward the punishment bike, and that means that you're into it. And that's you can a just, lot of money. I was going yeah, to say that punishment bike might yeah. be nicer than anything else. But I just say that you get a commitment yeah. from everybody. Oh, well, they, we need yeah. to fill the rims of the Rokan with liquor. With liquor. Oh, <laughs> yeah. right. cocktail by the time you and we have to drink out of the Rokan. Nice. Put gas in there. No rum. Rum. What noise does it make? Rum. 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 
Keep seeing What's the snake going. What the fuck? But the uh, yeah, I do think there should be a punishment bike. And I'm not sure what it's going to be yet. It'll be something. Oh, I was thinking no seat and just a post. Oh, I was thinking about making the punishment bike be like a Kawasaki Concourse. <laughs> It should be big and heavy. Big and heavy. Like a GL fucking fuck you bike. Like that would a be a punishment. Fuck you bike. Uh, like a real, like, a real, you don't want to ride the punishment bike. An 82 CB750. Well, we have, like, we have, we have bikes that qualify. With knobbies. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. with bald tires. Yeah. <laughs> Slicker than yeah. shit the punish, but The punishment bike should be something that is awful. Yeah, and I was, I'm not ruling out moped. <laughs> and I'm also not ruling out CB900 custom. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> like, or the idea is the, the moped or street bike. The moped fits nicer in the bus <laughs> as like a punishment bike idea to have the moped in there. But yeah, you would never make it there then. You well, would never make it on a 300. Look, Stefan made it around Lake Erie in just over 24 hours. The rest of us made it there in ten and a half. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yamaha Vino Fifty, yeah, Vino Fifty, oh. Vino, yeah. basically a moped, you know. But I mean, it did take him every bit of a full day, and nineteen stops at Walmart to buy extra clothing because it was cold. <laughs> I put every a jet holder in my C seventy, and it's runs much better. Now. See, oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. So, what did you do to your son's uh, C? I'm sorry, C one seventy five. So, so um, I was at a garage sale. Like a, almost a year ago, okay. I bought a. I saw the CB one seventy five, and I what year is it? It's a seventy one. So seventy one CB one seventy five. My son said immediately, "I want that bike. That's my bike. You know, I'll give you the money. Just and all the good stories start with I bought this motorcycle at a garage sale. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it was. I mean, it was kind of rusty. It was sitting in the back. It's got eight thousand miles on it. So it wasn't. I mean, it it was fine. Right. So I worked on it over the winter, and I, I. Finished it off today, and my son comes over and he's he rides. We went riding, so we ride, rode a bunch of different bikes, and he said uh, he rode my XT250, and he said, <laughs> "Okay, you could have that. <laughs> you could have the CB175. I want your XT250, and that's only got a thousand miles on it. Well, and yeah, it's a really and it's, it's a, a gorgeous mid, bike. Yeah, it's a, a great bike, XT250. So." I don't so want. So suddenly, I, yeah. I, I now I have acquired his CB175, and right. he's taking my XT250. You know you can tell your children, no, it makes I them know. stronger. That's right. But yeah. you know what? <laughs> I don't think he's got the capability. Yet. I mean, I, he's yeah. learning. Right, he's learning, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. a bike like a CB175 yeah. is going to be much more of a hassle for of him when is. you have an XT250 that starts the first every kick single every yeah. single time. Every single time. <clears throat> yeah. so the I point is, if you, want your, if you want your offspring... To arrive at their destination without calling you for support, yeah. you equip them with good shit. Right, and the the funniest. If you part want them to be harder people, you equip them with shit. <laughs> the funniest part was, he's the guy. I mean, he saved me when my BB five hundred broke down in Indiana. Oh, that, that bypass that yeah. little yeah little fuel two cent yeah. fuel line. It's broke literally out. it's literally one inch of hell. Right. Yeah, it is the most important inch on that motorcycle. Right, and it broke down, <laughs> and that kid drove all night. 
and came and got me. And picked you up. Right. Because and he so had he an angry saved me. There, there's a women's podcast right now <laughs> talking about the one inch of hell somewhere. <laughs> and, it's, and it's usually on a motorcycle. Yeah. 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 They're, they're saying things like, what's the excess skin around a man's penis? <laughs> the man. The man. <laughs> Might have gotten that man because my dildo can't push a lawnmower. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So well, I'm glad to give it to him. Okay, cool. Because he's a great kid. And, yeah. You know. And so now you got a CB-175. Yeah. So I flogged the hell out of that, that thing today. Well, well they do like it, to and they sound good too. I don't yeah. know what it is about. Like when you're at it's like, a happy little motor. Yeah. Those yeah. air boxes. When it goes from ah yeah. to ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that bike. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Like a 1970, yeah. like a 1970, like a 1970, like a 1970, like a 1970, like a 70 like a 1970, like a 1970, like a 70 no, There's you're a, good to go. Anything up, he can run it to 11 grand oh, yeah, in fifth yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. The uh, that actually probably redlines at 11.5. Uh, yeah, 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 it spins five. up. Yeah, ten no, 10.5, I think. Yeah, ten but five. It, that thing spins up and it sounds great. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So <laughs> nine grand, like eight, nine grand, you're kind of like, wah. Yeah. Then it goes, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> does, that, does yours have the shift lines on the speedometer? No. <laughs> okay, so older bikes, like the 69, like pre-72, mm-hmm. I think. They have shift lines on the speedometer. Like little... Yeah, little hashes. And it's like, literally, it's like, there's a perfectly good tachometer three inches to the right. <laughs> Don't look at that. No. Just look at the speedometer needle, and then one. Oh, okay, now there's a two. There's a little field for two. And if you shift where it tells you to shift, it is the least inspiring motorcycle ever. Right. <laughs> it is completely not great if you shift it where it tells you to shift it. The point is the entire sweep should be first. And then second, third, fourth. <laughs> second, third, fourth in. And that's it. You just run that first gear until you hear valve float. And then second, third, fourth fit. But it yeah. sounds so good. Superhawk manual for my, yeah. my, my 68 Superhawk. Yeah. If you look at it, it tells you do not run past the red line. Yeah. Unless you are in fifth, in gear, fifth gear, top gear, right. then it's okay. Then you can go past red line. To go all the way past red the line. The bike has because been engineered. Because you've got enough wind going and everything like that. Right. You keep it cool enough. Yeah. yeah. You're yeah. allowed red to go line past is red only, line as long as you're in fifth yeah. gear. Red line is only for your lower fourth gears. The red line is to be ignored once you're achieved that, <laughs> me- that mechanical nirvana yeah. that is fifth gear. Now, that's a Superhawk from 1964Z, right? Well, well then. Right? Whereas a Royal Enfield from 2013... The red line's 300 RPM. No, we have all seen images. I have posted to Facebook the images of what happens to modern Indian fuel-injected motorcycles when they are attempted to be used on American freeways. At 6,000 miles, they say... No, sir, I've had enough of that. Very much bullshit. That is not what I was built for. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm going to treat you like we treated England. My valves are leaving. Out the tailpipe. Take a picture of that. <laughs> this, um, this, that, that maroon one. The maroon one left on the back of the truck. <laughs> and mm. the, the owner of the maroon one was not willing to part with dollars 
so that we could um, analyze what fucking happened to it. So he had a neighbor friend that was going to do it, and uh, for the benefit of anyone who's not on my Facebook, that's the valve. <laughs> so uh, the that looks thing, like that looks like the fucking moon or the the um what do you call it the the thing that came down from the moon? Yeah, 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 yeah. The, it's it's not a lunar lander; it's the capsule. <laughs> the capsule right, is the capsule. It's the capsule that landed in the ocean under a parachute. That's what was left of his intake valve, and. Like, not shitting. It, it was tragic. I have not in my life ever seen... So you're not endorsing the Himalaya then, huh? No. <laughs> no. My no. buddy asked me, like, my buddy no. was like... That looks like long? a Himalayan valve. They, <laughs> they, they found Himalayan on top of the piston. Yeah. <laughs> my buddy saw those pictures and he yeah. was like, how long did he ride it like that? I'm not like, long. Not, not long not with long. one valve missing out of a single <laughs> cell. Right. But it didn't make a sound. <laughs> it didn't make a that sound. That fucker went into stealth mode real yeah. quick. So did uh, he grab the clutch or did he just <laughs> let it run into the ground? Here's my <laughs> opinion. There's so much damage. The top of that, um, the top of that piston, has gotten more fucking dense in it than Snow White's cherry. I mean, that thing just took. Oh God, it took a beating. Did he blow up his sprag clutch trying to start it with a, a, a valve? You know what I mean? <laughs> with a valve. <laughs> <literally> <laughs> <in> the <way. laughs> yeah. Oh, so fucking bad. See, that's the beauty and, of a side valve engine. Yeah. My half my exhaust goes out my intake valve on my lawnmower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the, then at uh, the end when you shut it off, you have to you, after thirty seconds you hold it yours. Oh my god. It blows yeah, up. It's right? to, like it's impossible that that much damage happened. Like there, there's no way that but much damage could have happened. Simply on the the moment that the valve no longer was there. No, that hit like a thousand more. It times. It hit like a million more times. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. If you do the yeah. math, right. the, the piston is actually going up like a yeah. hundred times per second. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you took more than a few seconds, right. Yeah. Oh boy, but I mean, just very rarely do you ever get to see inside of a motor after it's been fucked. And just been like, oh, that earned it. You know, that's that's crazy because today I I was filming East Cleveland for my job. Yeah. And this dude passed me. Remember when uh, Orange County Choppers released a bicycle? Yes, I do. Yeah. So this yeah, dude yeah, yeah. somehow strapped a Briggs and Stratton in yeah. the middle oh, of this. Yeah, yeah. And he was doing 50 miles an hour yeah. down 55th. Yeah. No problem. Yeah, on a Chinese two-stroke. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. he's successfully doing that, but this thing can't even survive. No, no, no. And it's... And that bike... You know, we have worked on a lot of Royal Enfields. There's a reason we're not a dealer anymore, and and that's that's and I'm not ashamed. I'm not at all ashamed. This is like Bimbo or what? It's like what's the break name? Like no, no, it's not Brembo. No, it's Bimbo or like it's 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 pattern Brembo. Right, right. It is made in the factory down the street that makes things that get sent to Brembo and have Brembo stamped in them. I don't think so. It's oh no. It's oh no. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really, but the thing is, right off the tick, you had to rebuild a ton of the bottom ends. We had five six of them, five or six of them. Runner, and I did five <laughs> in a row. Yeah. I replaced second, third, and fourth gear. Right. Right off the tick. The, like, the ones like, that people actually use. Out of the crib. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> out of the crib. Yeah. And then we've had numerous bikes, and we've seen this like accelerated wear on the shaft of the valve. And it's almost as though... The bronze so valve. That was, that's bushing. a fuel injected one. Yes, it is. It's so, this is an, the older ones were known for dropping a valve. That's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. given. 
But this oh, one? You, you mean all the way up to 2009? Right. <laughs> the older ones. Well, yeah. The I older mean, ones. But I mean, the newer... Newer than anything in my garage. Well, I'm just <laughs> yeah, saying, right. but like the newer yeah. motor. Yeah, yeah. The modern motor. This is a fuel-injected motor, not an AVL. This is an actual fuel injection. Is that injected. what they stuff for AVL? All valves lost? All valves lost. Wow. Never thought of that before. All valves lost. That's fucking great. But I, you know what I've all said about this? A simple, like, sprocket mm. change. Yeah. Like, because those bikes are, they have super, they got good torque and everything. Oh, my God, yeah. The you don't need, I mean, you can take off, you can put your feet down, yeah. let the clutch out, and boom, boom, boom. Oh, yeah. I You're do, not going to stall it. Yeah. I used to do it for customers. I'd be like, look, it is hard to fuck this bike up. I'm going to drop the clutch with no gas whatsoever. I'm going to drop the clutch, mm-hmm. no gas, and proceed away from a stop in a dignified manner. Mm-hmm. And the bike doesn't stall or anything else. It's got a 10-pound flywheel? Yes. 20, mm-hmm. I think 14 pound or something 14 like pound that. flywheel? Very, pound, very heavy flywheel. Well, what? they actually measured it in stone. See? <laughs> <laughs> and there's no road in India that goes over like 35 miles well, an hour. Well, that's the idea. Yeah. And that's my point is... They've got I, tractor gearing, but you take them here and run them on the highway. If they yeah, do it up gear, yeah. we have you might save the motors. That, we have customers that have put many miles of reliable service out of a modern Enfield. But then we also have people that in very short miles, their bikes started consuming oil like a liter of oil every thousand miles. And that's because it's getting past the valve guides and all the things that are soft metal need to be hardened metal. So do you think the valve guides are harder than the valves? Well, that valve looked pretty squishy. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that can very easily happen. Yeah. I I mean, think of, okay, so you have a valve and you have a piston. Right. Mm -hmm. Should the piston ever be able to squish the valve? Or should the valve have just gone through the piston? Well, I mean... The piston is aluminum. The motor's not supposed to be an interference motor. I'm just saying, you know what I mean? But that was bouncing around, and it was enough to actually bend... You see a race motor Curl that that valve like a a Pringle, you know what I mean? That whole thing. No, you're onto something, because if you see a race piston or something like that, it has holes in it. It has a hole. It cracks. It cracks. It just punches a hole right through it when it hits a valve. Right. But this, yeah, this is a very good example of... But the thing is, like, an Enfield does... It does need the low gearing it has... Because I did enjoy my infield, like light would go green, I'd drop the clutch, and boom, I'd go away with a great amount of authority. However, even with the gear change that we did on my custom infield, I could run about 80, 82 miles an hour, balls to the wall. Yeah, that's. And I was terrified. I mean, GPS 80 to 82 miles an hour, and I was just fucking like two fingers on the clutch lever, thumb on the send button. You know, <laughs> just fucking like, oh, we're going to just fucking die. At any moment, we're going to die. And uh, I didn't do it a lot. I saved it for special occasions. But we had people that, like this guy who rode his bike 6,000 miles in the time that he owned it, 6,000 miles. But he did a lot of that at 70 plus miles an hour. Mm. And that motor just can't do that. Well, why I mean, would you buy a bike like that if you think you're going to do a lot of high well, school riding? Well, you know, uh, a part of me says... Why would anybody buy her? I mean, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just saying, if you go into the game, look, dude, you own a Ural. <laughs> yeah, but, I, but I, you know what? I don't go above 60 miles an hour exactly. because I don't want to die. Right. Exactly. You own a Ural. And you, you have know, what's called common sense. Mm. Yeah, dude, I look, I have no common sense. I rode a buddy around Lake Erie at all of the RPMs. Like, I never, my throttle position was never anything but on. Maximum. Don't need a throttle locker. Right. Don't just fucking and tape it. 
right? Yeah, but it just depends ride. on the bike you're riding too. Like right. I had no problem with right. the, the uh, NC 700 X, right. yeah, and that thing didn't rev worth a shit. No. Nope. I had one for two years. Yeah, yeah. But, but I'm just saying. But I I don't mind short shifting. Right. If that's but what the bike is engineered is, to do, it's crazy. But because why you don't, don't want to like at 60 miles an hour, you there's like a 90 percent chance of dying. Oh yeah. And then at <laughs> at 61, you're dead. Speaking of that, does anybody want a Chinese bike update? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So like, the uh, the like 150 or the Reich 150, oh, yeah. as I'm prone to calling it these days. <laughs> the Reich. The Reich 150, uh, I've been riding it back and forth to work. And so uh, not to be encumbered by logic, I've been riding it in the way that I would travel to work from here anyway. I ride straight out of here. I get to the freeway. I get on the freeway the and go wide open on the freeway until I get to my exit and I go home. So it turns out to be like 16 miles. And a little over half of it is freeway at the speed of maximum for that bike. Mm. So on the past three days, I've discovered a east and west baseline. Mm. 70 miles per hour indicated. But the wind's been, but you also have to say that the wind's been crazy. Well, this is what yeah. I'm, yeah. The, we've had wind. Wind has been yeah. an issue. So what I'm going to say is the best I've achieved yet is an indicated 70 miles per hour, which GPS read off as 67. Well, that's pretty good. So that's about a 5% speedo error, which bad. is really good for a Kimco. That's acceptable. Yeah, totally acceptable. 5% speedo error, no big deal. Um, at 70 miles per hour indicated, you're getting 67 miles per hour on the actual GPS. That's with me in a medium tuck, wearing all my gear, about 215 pounds or so, right? And uh, and just, just pinned. And the bike now has... 69 miles on it, give or take maybe 78 now. But uh, So you you, violate, you did the break-in. We're breaking it in correctly. Yeah, yeah, we're breaking it in in the uh, track method. They say you should break it in however you're, like, you're going to you're ride. ride right, so. Right. so we have to find the perfect person to sell this to. Uh, <laughs> hey, man, I need a scooter. I need a scooter right now. Okay, they got the bike for you. It's broken in. It's ready to go. The uh, But uh, what I will say is uh, it's really good. I mean, like, as far as... I just don't know if I'm willing to believe that it's over 13 horsepower. I'm just not there yet. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I've ridden enough buddies that do similar numbers. Like, I've ridden... Is that fuel-injected? or fuel-injected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But do you, so, do you sense it's going to have longevity? I don't know. It feels sure it's good. Wife, cause she, it I, feels good. trying to get her on something. Yeah. The castings are nice. On, I mean, I looked at it last week, and it's, the castings are really nice and on it's that. it's $25.99. Yeah. Like, so any way you slice it, it's goddamn cheap. It's frighteningly cheap, but it's also Kimco. So there's like that whole like it's scary how cheap it is. Twenty five ninety nine for a functioning, running, brand new scooter. Is with it beige and color? No, it's it's all the pretty colors. Oh. Yeah, there's there are four of us. There are four Some of them in here with likes us. were not very. No, right. Well, so now there's a like two hundred behind you, and I did some research on this by the way. And people who are uh, helpless souls. We'll note that the like that's in the room with us is, or near us is a like 200, which I did not have good things to say about that. For a 200, it left me unimpressed, and it could barely go 60 miles per hour indicated. It says it's a 200cc. Thank Over you, Vanna. Where Vanna is Thank you, Vanna. Uh, it says it's a 200cc. It's actually a 166. It has Lambretta-like styling, and this is the like 200. And Oh, that's where they get the like from. It's like a Lambretta. And I was never impressed by that bike. It's heavy. It's long. 
It is stable. I mean, it does Are you have. Talking a seat. about my wiener. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never liked it, but, uh, but the seat, the seat is the seat is big enough to fit two Americans on it. Like Which is like scooter. it isn't like that's Too that. Big America. Yeah, well, that's that bike selling point. That bike selling point is it's a not a maxi scooter. It's a regular size scooter that two Americans can fit on, as long as you don't need to go above sixty miles an hour. Or it's even, not Chinese. It is Chinese. <laughs> hey, it is Chinese. And you know that one. That bike used to be thirty one ninety nine. They have in a weird thing. The like one fifty is twenty five ninety nine. The like 200 is 24.99. I'm gonna let that soak in. <laughs> mm-hmm. The like 200 is 100 less than the like 150. I think from a marketing standpoint alone, fuck you, because you're making my job at the dealership very difficult. That <laughs> is the 150 two valves per cylinder. I think it might be three. It's a three valve. Yeah, we have a book over here somewhere. Yeah, here you go. You can have all your questions about your like answered right here uh, in the book. Well, geez, Phil, I, mean, I, I know, just asked one question. There you go. There you go. There just you want to know something, man. You want to have to fucking read. There's shit. reading involved. <laughs> oh, yeah. Why can't you question. just fucking? Why can't you just Bluetooth that into my eye holes? Yeah. Right. The uh, I don't know, but so that's been. Uh, I've been riding it all week. Like I've been mm-hmm. religiously riding that bike, and it has been legitimately the like 150i yes. ABS. Yes. Is it two valves? Four. Valve single cylinder. I would well, believe then. it. Having ridden it, I would tell you it feels peppy as fuck. Yeah. A 13 horsepower? Mm, not so sure about. 13.5 yeah. at 9,000 RPM. But if you're somebody that wanted to commute five to six miles of day to work, okay, so on maybe this is why road, it makes sense. Fun. So maybe this is why you don't believe the 13 horsepower because it only has eight foot pounds of torque. Right. Yeah. And mm. I, what I will say is it has. Uh, uh, look. I ride at the I ride on the freeway at maximum velocity. I ride on the back streets. What is at, ABS? Yes, <laughs> yeah, is ABS. That thing is not ABS, right? So the like two hundred I'm pointing at is not ABS. But I do ride super aggressively when I'm testing a bike out, and I've not spared the fucking whip on this thing, <coughs> and it feels really good. <coughs> I mean, it feels good. Two-year limited factory warranty. Yeah. But but it kind of makes sense though, because if you look at it, like say you look at a C7, it's got. Three and a half, four horsepower. Right. So its top speed is about 40. Yeah. So to do 80, you need at least 16 horsepower. Yeah. Well, I mean. So then it's doing 67 or 70. So that is around 12 horsepower right there. And short of an actual dyno. But the light 200 is a two valve. Right. Ah, with eleven point three horsepower, and it's a, I think it's a one sixty six motor actually. One sixty three. So it's a one sixty three with two valves. Whereas the 150 is a four-valve mode. Mm-hmm. Well, they were really pushing the How close is it to the 150? One. It's 149.8. <laughs> well, it's pretty fucking close to being a 150. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, calling a 163 a 200, yeah. that's, that's some Honda yeah. magic right no, there. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's some Honda that? shit right there. Yeah. That's the thrift store. Would you like to? Would you like to fucking round up to the next number? <laughs> round up the next number. Yeah. Wait a second. Since when is a thousand the next number from fifty-three? Yeah. I see you're at fifty-one point five. The next roundup is a thousand. The, uh, well, you can't go down because you're over and the price is right. That's true. <laughs> Despite your questionable sound quality, you remain my absolute favorite podcast. Wah, wah. Thank you for reducing the amount of chewing, vaping, burping, and farting. My family is absolutely convinced I'm insane. I've got a 1983 <laughs> Suzuki 850, but I'm trying desperately to get back on the road. 
or I'm, I'm sorry, I've got a 1983 Suzuki 850 that I am desperately trying to get back on the road, okay. and a DR650 daily driver. You are insane, then. Monty, <laughs> Monty in Saskatchewan. Yes, Monty. Really? Yeah. Fuck yeah. That's cool. Hey, That's call, fucking cool. Monty, call you a chooch. <laughs> Monty, we fart in your general direction. Fucking Monty in Saskatchewan. Um... <laughs> and I do, and I uh, all of the DR family of motorcycles are are to be respected. There, there's nothing wrong with the DR. Um, the uh, the uh, the Suzuki eight. The fact that you're working in, working on a 1983 Suzuki eight fifty. God, did they run out of bikes in Canada? Like, you know, there's other cool shit out there. That's the Paris of Canada, right? No, no, well, there's that's other, the Paris of no, no. Canada. <laughs> there's other shit, comma. What is cool? What is cool, right? Yeah, well, I'm, sure he, I'm some... sure he came along it because <clears throat> right. you know it fell into his lap. Yeah, it fell into his lap. Canada is weird, man. Like like when things don't sell in the U.S., they ship it to Canada. I was in Quebec for my yeah. honeymoon eight years ago, right? Yeah. And we were in, well, we were in Quebec, walking around, driving around, doing whatever. And every Sunfire in the whole United States was sent to Quebec. Can really? Huh. Like one in three cars is a Sunfire in Quebec. Were they originally maybe manufactured up there? I don't know. You know but I think like, how often he you... built the fuckers? Didn't you work for Chevy when they built the Sunfire? No, it's a Pontiac. The Cavalier, Pontiac cars. The Chevy, the Chevy Cavalier, yeah. and the Pontiac uh, Sunfire. Yeah, the same car. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. those are Chryslers, the K cars. No, well, the I thought you X worked for cars. Chevy. Oh, you X worked for yeah, GM. Yeah, GM. GM. He worked for yeah. GM when they were competing with the Model A, though. Hey now. Smile when you say that. <laughs> the uh, you and your friend Ralph Nader. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unsafe at any speed. Hey, the Corvair yeah. was a great car. I, my, my dad had a Corvair station wagon. Oh, Corvairs were great. And apparently, it was enough to meet his mom. <laughs> <laughs> they like having sex in the back. It was warm from the motor <laughs> right underneath. <laughs> <laughs> on t-shirt. That's that's what our T-shirt should be. Unsafe at any speed. Oh, there you Ooh, go. Ah, yeah, I like it. Yeah, ride slow and take chances. This ride. <laughs> it was going to be that. It was going to be that story. Uh, we, our our uh, stupid uh, our stupid YouTube channel has been approved for monetization. Really, what? the Cleveland Moto YouTube channel. So go there and see stupid. We have a YouTube channel. We have a YouTube channel. Cleveland Moto. <laughs> yeah, what does monetization mean? I have no idea at this okay. point. Uh, yeah, all the cyber videos videos Tell my kid, my kid could be a producer for that shit. I know, right? It's all he watches. Okay, man. I got another email. It is? It is. Uh, this one is from uh, Flattery Not Included. That. <laughs> <laughs> That's us. For the record, I hmm. like your handle. Uh, how about more Harley Tuck from Johnny Chrome? I appreciate his insights to the Bar and Shield stuff. We want to hear more about the day-to-day operations of your shop. It appears to be hilarious. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it's, it's a, a fucking a, laugh riot. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> <laughs> That's what I we spent six hours today finding a key <laughs> in James's office. Wait a second. Two sets of keys that were in James's office in the packet where the service sheet goes that he reluctantly doesn't want to use. Yeah. Like in the system he won't lean into that every other shop in America uses. Right. And when he said, when he caught me like in the hallway, he said, I can't find these keys. This guy's on his way to pick a bike up and we can't find his keys. I said, well, did you look in the service packet? No, no, no. Oh, yeah, I fucking turned it over. And like, like, like $530 worth of billable hours later, 
that nobody earned because we were looking for fucking keys. <laughs> yeah, pa- passing each other 25 times and going, I've looked every fucking where. I have opened up vehicles. <laughs> Easter egg hunt. I opened up vehicles we haven't owned for 10 years. <laughs> looking for keys that were physically in an ignition a week ago. Right? Like, I looked in the freezer twice. <laughs> and they were in the packet. Me too. There's where not still be. in there. There is? In yeah. the pocket of, like, the actual protector. <laughs> like, the document protector... Where they're supposed to be. (laughs) And couldn't be found because James hasn't fully adopted the concept of documents or protecting said documents. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah, or accountability. I tell many people about my tour of duty here that um, it's not the bohemian. It's not, oh, we're just having a good time. It was balls to the wall working your ass off. It's balls to the wall. You are working your balls off working on the I've heard your story over and over. I was the only one there and they raped me. You never said they raped me. I just said it was uh, for a while. I was consensual. And we were a very good job. And I had to fucking go full on robot to fucking get shit done. You described it that way, though, and you said you liked it. No, I was, I was in really good shape because I had just come out of the police academy. Right. So that's yeah. the only way that worked yeah. is that I could fucking be like, right. just fucking knock shit out. But yeah, today it was like one of those ones where it's like, I can't believe. And now here the thing is, plausible deniability standpoint, like I fully believe that it could have been my fuck up because I moved those bikes from the warehouse to here. Mm. And I have not one, not two, not three, not four, maybe five different vehicles that haul trailers mm-hmm. that move bikes around on Mondays. So here I am searching everything we have that has four wheels. Could have been anywhere. Yeah. And then I'm searching under the seats of all the bikes, yeah. of bikes that might have been in the warehouse with it, that maybe they got shoved under the wrong seat. It was not pretty. And then when James came out and said he found them in packets that he told me he'd checked five hours earlier, oh. I had no sympathy. It's yeah. the classic, where's the butter? Where's the butter? Well, when you're what, when you're look scared, you open the refrigerator oh. you're like where's the butter? And your wife walks up and blindness? it's like right in front yeah, of your refrigerator face. Blindness. Yeah. It's a thing. I yeah, I, I'm getting I to suffer. a point now where I want to have packets. I want to have packets. And then in the corner of the packet, we have the keychain with the keys. Mm-hmm. So the keys in the packet are literally locked to each other. So the the packet can't go anywhere without the keys, and the keys can't go anywhere without the packet. On the side Fuck yeah, man! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Well, our packets already have straps on. No, you're good. Then. So Just like the packet should never be away from the bike, and the keys should never be away from the packet, and they all stay together unless the bike goes outside to get sun on its face. And that's where keys and, fucking get lost. But then the keys time. and the packet get hung up in here on a hook while the bike's outside getting sun on. Its so face. did James have to buy lunch? No, he didn't. Who pushed that bike out? But. Uh, well, the point the is, I put the keys in the packet D. with the worksheet and put it on James's desk, as I'm supposed to do when I pick bikes up. So, that was it. But anyway, uh, the day-to-day operations of your shop, it appears to be hilarious. Yeah. What do you guys really think about the new Harley-Davidsons? Even though they are astronomically expensive here, I would like to know more about them. I am one of your New Zealand <clears throat> listeners, so I listen to about 20 podcasts. I would never miss you guys. Brian hey, Thomas. I want to give a shout out to New Zealand. Yeah? Your sailors are awesome. Yeah? Okay. They're very good sailors. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that just like a thing? That's a, no, that's or, a, like, or have they done something what's recent? The cup they, yeah, they, America's Cup? Yeah. They, yeah. They, no, they have really good sailors. <laughs> are you they were better sailors. The what do they call New Zealand? You, so you're talking about yachting. No, yachting. 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 Okay. yachting. Yeah. I don't know how many attractive sailors. Like yeah, totally yeah, yeah. I, I thought he was saying, hey, sailor. I know. No. I was I'm not saying that. That's totally saying cool. that there's skill. Not that there's any really, really good sailors. There you go. 
<laughs> Which makes sense. New Zealand, there's probably right. a lot of sailing oh, yeah. that goes on and everything like that. <laughs> yeah. well, well, and you have a beautiful country, too. <laughs> Lots of wonderful seamen to experience in right. New Zealand. Exactly. Right. Okay, you know what? To belittle you guys, I still like you. Thank you for listening to us. I still have I work I, for Long John Sewers. Yeah. <laughs> I achieved the level of seaman first class. <laughs> I, I, I was first class seaman. You guys hate boats because you hate sailboats because they go slow. One of our favorite, one of our favorite people is uh, Neil Armstrong, no relation, who uh, is a Kiwi, who at the time was working for like Vodafone or one of those big like monster companies, and took the summer off, well, our summer off, and decided to ride from one side of America to the other side of America on a Vespa Fifty mm-hmm. cut down. Chopper mm-hmm. with a P200 kitted motor in it. Oh, nice. Now, one percent of our audience actually can decipher that phrase <laughs> nice. into a, a visual image. Fuck it out, Rod. But it was called yeah. Satan's Penis. <laughs> the name of the bike. And if you watch the Austin Powers movie, to set up the scene of being like on Carnaby Street in London, they have all these scooters lined up. But apparently, the casting call went out: we need scooters for an LA film shoot. And so all these people showed up with scooters, you know, to make it look mm-hmm. more like London for the Austin Powers thing. And so if, you're, if you freeze frame it, you'll see this row of cool vintage Vespas and Lambrettas. You'll see a blue and white Lambretta Series 2 that's currently in my garage. And then you'll see a acid green yellow chopper that would have no more existed during the, you know, mod days of England than anything. And it's literally lined up on the street amongst the other scooters is Satan's penis. <laughs> <laughs> and he rode Satan's penis across America. Coast to coast. And in doing so, met a girl named Mary Beth from the Checker Demon Scooter Club, who then joined up with him and traveled the other way across America. They ended up getting married, and she moved back to New Zealand. With she, wanted to have a, she wanted to have a go at Satan's penis. <laughs> she wanted to take a ride with Neil Armstrong. Or all those awesome uh, seven. And Neil Armstrong married himself an American girl and took her home. Oh, they're divorced now, but who cares? What a but maybe, maybe I'll take you to the moon, huh? Right. But, yeah, but he's only, he's only the first owner. <laughs> and, yeah, so Neil Armstrong is our Kiwi, our resident scooter Kiwi guy. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's cool. Um, and regarding the new Harley-Davidsons, here's what I'll have to say. I've ridden two of them. The Street Bob, which is, it was fine. It was, I don't know, it was, it was a thing. It was, it was a Harley. It was heavy. It didn't feel like it made astronomical power. I'd say that I'm certainly more impressed by riding an almost 10-year-old V-Rod than I am by riding the most current batch of Milwaukee 8s. You know, so what motor are we up to now? One ten? Yeah, we're one hundred and ten cubic inches. Uh, yeah, that seems no, to be oil cooled, water cooled. No, these Take ones. Uh, these ones I was. Yeah, right. You have your choice of semi semi hydro cooling or semi oil cooling. Um, I don't. Hey, look, I still am of the opinion that I think that this latest flock of Harley Davidsons. I don't. Uh, it's probably a good thing, but they don't strike me as being that related to the actual American-built motorcycles. I'm feeling a whole lot of assembled in America, not necessarily made in America. And maybe that's good, because these are about as far from an AMF experience as you're going to get. Whereas AMF was clearly a 100% American-made operation, 
right down to the, oh, well, you know, you're going to miss a few things. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> the union mentality, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, if, but if you're barn shield curious, yeah, I would say look at Indian. Well, I, I do think that... Because I I mean, you're getting an American, yeah, I really think, a, an yeah. American motorcycle. Yeah. You know, the same size, same heft, yeah, a little more advanced. Shit. You know, yeah. you have not as many of them out there. You're right. going to be a little bit different. Right, mm-hmm. right. and right. you don't appear to be the seven customers that showed up to my shop today wearing their, look, it's 75 degrees and sunny out, I must dress like a pirate. Yeah, and go to all the motorcycle shops. Right, and you don't have to deal with their lobotomized, their lobotomized salespeople. Yeah, there has been other. Today we got a whole lot of like, and this is just Friday. Tomorrow's Saturday. If the weather holds up, oh, it's not. If bad. the weather holds it's up tomorrow, gonna is it going to be tomorrow. shitty? I've heard oh, about yeah. snow on Tuesday. Yeah, they said mm-hmm. four, it's going to drop forty degrees tomorrow. Fuck, you're not kidding. Yeah, really? No, yeah. I'm not kidding. Welcome oh. to Cleveland, uh, listeners. There you go. Yeah. Half an inch of rain, 40 degrees. 40 drop. degree drop. A 40 degree drop. Because today it was beautiful out. I was in a five weeks commuting last year by this time. And today yeah. was the first day of my commute to work. Yeah. It's been so yeah. awful. It's been weird. It has been a weird fucking day. Uh, but today was like, we had 40 or 50 people stop through, like, the sound of motorcycles pulling up in front of the shop all day long. And it would just be some guy. And I love the first good day of riding day motorcycles. We had a Shadow 1100 out there. Maybe not an 1100. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't matter. It had, like, the purple frame, like the red frame, like the couple of years of Shadows that had the color match frame. But then the rest of the bike was, like, badly painted teal with a brush. And <laughs> it had, brush. Yeah, and it had, like... That's a good punishment bike. Was you it have that 600 Shadow? I do have 600 Shadow. Was, it, yeah, was yeah. it the two-tone that was cream and teal? It was terrible. No, it was bad. It was all badly done. And the guy come off of it with his, like, D.O.T. bandana. <laughs> and his summer teeth. Yeah. And just, like, this guy was every time, horrible. Every summer time I was, summer. No. Every time I walked up front today, this is what I saw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like like John's like John's imitating. Dude, isn't the weather awesome? The five like the five inch wide rolled bandana. Looking through the bottom of looking a through the bottom of a bandana. Yeah. And this guy was out there, and this guy was like, he was heroin chic. Forty years <laughs> ago, I couldn't tell whether he was a really rough fifty or a really good Iggy Pop. Like he was somewhere between the two. And he had a, a woman with him who had at least four teeth. At least two hundred percent of his weight <laughs> on the back of the motorcycle. And the motorcycle comes up and it's idling at about twenty three hundred RPM. Right. Which is that's a lot. Healthy. That's a high yeah, yeah. And the the coolant is just spraying out of the overflow tube on the bottom of the motorcycle. And it's spraying the whole way in and left a trail like a super soaker. And now it's sitting there, and he's shouting above the, the motorcycle that's idling at the speed of an air leak, right? And he's just screaming, You have any batteries for this motorcycle? Which I translated to, You got a battery for this? And I went, What is that? I mean, I knew. I just wanted him to tell me. It's a shadow. Which shadow? 1100. Okay, what year? And like, that's the one that always mm-hmm. stops them in their tracks. Because, dude, there's a lot of shadow 1100s. And he's like, you know, 87 or whatever the hell the year was. I'm like, okay. And I'm like, yeah, I got a battery for it. Can you put one in it right now? I'm like, no, it's running. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. My doctor told me I had to stop masturbating. I asked why. He said, 
because I need to examine you. <laughs> no. And I told the guy, I was like, look, man, you have to get out of my drive. You have to get out of my parking lot. Because he had dumped more slippery coolant in my parking lot than James's truck has left in the form of motor oil. I sold the head gasket in a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to just entertain you with conversation until yeah. you blow the motor. Yeah. Uh, but he decided that he didn't want a battery that I couldn't, that I would require him to shut the motorcycle off long enough to install. And so he fucked off out of my parking lot. Plus, but, that wouldn't last anyway. Well, but he, charge him. he pulled out of my driveway at 7,000 RPM. And him and the old lady both went sideways. That's a conducive. On coolant. On coolant. Yeah, because the rear, tire, the rear tire has been soaked with coolant his whole way here. But he left in a state of, like, fuck you. Like, he literally wanted me to bring him a battery while he sat on his motorcycle. He didn't even come in the shop. And, like, I would install it there. And what would it cost? And I was like, well, the battery for your bike is 89 bucks. And taking the old one out and putting the new one in them, call that a half an hour of labor, so 45 bucks on top of that, you're looking at a cool 140. That's ridiculous! And he fucked off. But he fucked off. And as the he should, as that worked out perfect. And it did, and he fucked as off. As they do. Yeah. Yeah. And they he did. fucked off in the greatest way possible, which was like, I'm sure she ripped his nipples off. Like, <laughs> like when you're on the back of a motorcycle that's doing what that motorcycle's doing, the claws come out. It's like when you throw a cat to somebody. Oh, yeah. They're getting nothing but claws. <laughs> I don't care who you are. When a cat is flying at you, step out of the way. Trust me. Because those claws, like, the cats are nothing but angry. I just hold my walk like this. Yeah. <laughs> I can just hold my walk sideways. Yeah. Get, get a nice saute out yeah. as the cat goes in there. I like, I like the fact that a lot of those guys say they don't wear helmets because they can't see out of them, but yeah. then they're wearing shit that they covers wear the like band-aid. 90% of their eyes the whole time. So well, no, they can't see anything out of the helmet. The, the helmet obstructs their view. Mm. But they can see right through those A-fangers. A-fangers and the thing, yeah. <laughs> My favorite is the skull thing oh, that goes the, over their face. The skull, the skull face mask. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And it's like... 60 degrees oh, out. Oh, yeah. So I mean, what, what? 80 degrees out, and the guy's yeah. wearing a skull face mask. In case he has what to, is he that? Just to, in case he has to have a robbery uh, on the way home. He's got to stop at the ATM real quick. complexion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I always thought all that kind of stuff was cool when I was, like, maybe eight years old, nine years old. Well, do they put like cards that? and clothespins right. in their yeah, sports, yeah. too? <laughs> yeah. Most, yeah. Most of the, what I'm just going to call brotherhood culture, if you take it apart and look at it, it's pretty silly. I mean, it's it's pretty dumb. I have a bike in the back right now in the service department. I counted three gremlin bells on. <laughs> and that's not our shop record. Our shop record was that ridiculous Goldwing. I think there were five on it. But the one with the, like, the lights with the little... What the bike wants, the bike the gets. The bedazzled mm-hmm. ones. What the bike wants, the bike, the bike, the bike gets. Yeah. I like that bike. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> whoever, whoever created the multicolored LEDs loves yeah. that crown. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the multicolored the LEDs. Yeah. yeah, the multicolored LEDs. And there's still... And I still laugh every once in a while. I'll crawl underneath the motorcycle and find actual neon. Straight up transformer... <laughs> Neon tubes <laughs> hiding underneath the motorcycle, like oh, a '92 yeah, katana man. with like legit straight up purple tubes. Yeah, Doctor wow. Neon, Doctor Neon, baby. From out to Detroit, kind of interesting. The whole neon thing with the import cars back in the '90s, yeah. right? So everything that we got up here sucked because it was colored neon, right? Yeah, all right, all right. But if you went and this, I'm not endorsing it, but it was just kind of interesting. Back in like '93 or four, I was down in South Carolina, wherever, somewhere down there, and they make their roads out of certain chip seal that has rocks in it that are phosphorescent. But 
So those dudes would actually put real black lights underneath Legit their black. cars, like yeah. where you couldn't mm. you couldn't see the light. Okay. But then the road itself right. would have all this phosphorescent shit glowing in the road. Well, I'm not saying cool. that that's cooler. That is right. Cool. But yeah. it was kind of cool, you know. But then all these dudes were like, ah, I'm gonna put pink and everything else. Put, and it was you just should stupid. put that on your uh... phosphorescence is cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could put your Pink Floyd poster underneath it too, and it would it would squeal. It would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and my velvet Elvis. <laughs> and your velvet, yeah, right. Mm. So any more emails? Uh, no, no, those are the only two that I decided to re- read because Dustin's not here. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Was there one that was specifically targeting Dustin? Two that were specifically targeting. No, not targeting. Targeting is <laughs> targeting. such a harsh word. Yeah. Targeting is such. I targeting is the word you use prior to destruction. Okay, <laughs> okay they were targeting Dustin. Referencing? <laughs> referencing? <laughs> yeah, they were referencing Dustin. Uh, that's all. So yeah, we'll wait till Dustin's here to read those because they're funny. <laughs> uh, the one person I'm pretty sure is a licensed psycho- psychotherapist. Uh oh. Yeah. yeah. He's just giving, uh, he's, you know, giving his opinions. Just giving his read of the read of the room, so to speak. Yeah, that's fine. Is he asking for self admission anywhere? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Reading this email constitutes a pink slip. <laughs> You've been notified. <laughs> A vehicle with lights on top is pulling up in front of your place right now. <laughs> Go with the man. <laughs> What's your favorite Van Halen album? Back to the man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The, uh, uh, to the funny farm. Yeah, we, uh, <laughs> lights, that's it. I, that's all we got. Uh, we got nothing else special. Uh, we're not going to... Hey, what's that piece of shit fucking uh, Harley Davidson that I pushed in the other day? What a fucking train wreck that is! Yeah, like I don't know. It's like a... the last time a piece of metal was put on it was 1992. It's got all the stink of it's like a, it's a shovel. It's I didn't look. Shovel. I didn't look yeah. at the trans to see if it's a cow pie or if it's if it's a new one or an old one. Oh, I, I'm gonna God. guess it's probably. He said the bike is like. I think he said it was a 92. No way! It's a yeah, shovel it, head. It's got to be. It's got. It be might be titled as a '92, but no, it's got to be older. No, it's, I mean, it's a shovel. The engine's yeah. a shovel. Yeah, it's a four-speed trans, so it's definitely okay. so, yeah. '84 it's, older, it's mid '80s or older. Right? Yeah, yeah. It looked like the last time anybody attacked it with a can of I care was like 1992, <laughs> and it's been sitting in a very bad environment since '92. It doesn't look too good. Yeah, it has not been. It has not done well with age. Ran when uh, oh god, ran when abandoned. Parked. Yeah, Amen. I got a feeling that this motorcycle was parked at the very front end of a garage that had like no roof, a Winnebago parked in it, and like like a bunch of shit got stacked in this garage. And this is the last phase of an archaeological dig. Yeah, like at the very back of this garage. Honey, this look guy, what I found up here. This guy agreed. He's like, look. You give me whatever I can find, and I'll empty that garage out for you, so you can sell your house. And at the bottom, oh. at the bottom of the Cracker Jack box <laughs> was this fucking Harley Davidson, <laughs> and oh, he brought oil. And a whistle. What's that? And, and a whistle. whistle. And a whistle. He brought in oil in unapproved oil containers. <laughs> no, seriously, like milk jugs. Wow. So he brought in milk jugs worth of oil and said, "This oil's fresh. It's sitting by the roller." <laughs> He said, this oil's fresh. Don't put new oil on the bike. Use this. It's still good. Are you kidding? And this oil is black as night. There is no way this oil is fresh or even been next to fresh. It's none of the fresh. It's not so funny in me that I haven't thought of in almost 30 years. Mm. You said digging into a garage, right? And find whatever, right? I was hanging out with my buddy... 
a long time ago when I was like 18 or something like that. And this old lady from across the street comes over and says, hey, would you boys like to clean out my garage? I'll pay you or you could have whatever you find in the garage. Okay. My buddy's hmm. like, fuck you. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, let's so do like, it. I spend yeah. like six or seven hours just moving newspapers because for some reason old ladies love to stack yeah, fucking newspapers them up. up to the He top went plan. to work for her that summer. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I'm digging and digging stackers. and digging. Teenage boys so far from home. I get half the garage out. All this bullshit, just a bunch so of shit. What does 80-year-old pussy taste like? All right. <laughs> <laughs> But so I get, and I start to see an outline. I start to see an outline of something with a cover on it. Right. Now I'm intrigued. Right. I'm like 17. I'm like, fuck, whatever this is, I want it. Right. It was your sex horse. Right. Yeah. So I start, <laughs> and I go fucking crazy. And like, I spend a whole day. I go back the next day and I get it out. Yeah. And I pull the cover off, and it's a Porsche 914. <gasps> and I'm like, holy fuck. So I go back to her. I'm like, anything in the garage? She goes, anything. I'm like, what about the car? She goes, oh, that was my husband's. He parked it. You can have it. I have the title for it. I'm like, I'm 17. I'm like, I'm the fucking king. Whoop, I'm gonna whoop. have so much poon. I'm gonna fucking. I'm gonna. I don't know what to do with myself, right? Yeah, but the floor pan was rusted. No, no, the car was halfway and... decent. It was. It was whatever. Everything was kind of dry rotted, and I'm stupid, yeah. and I'm 17. Right. So I, now I tell my buddy, and he's like, Oh, all right. So we push it over to his driveway, and I, I finished the job with her, and we inflate the tires, and they're dry rotted, but they inflate. We start going through everything, and the car barely. We get a new battery. We do all the everything that you can think of to do. Change the oil, all this stuff. Right. And Start hitting it, and it's... And after, like, a week of fucking with the thing, it actually yeah. starts up. Nice. Now I'm like, holy shit. I mean, this is great. It's a cut. Just got so, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. now it's running. And yeah, so what do you do when you're 17 and it starts to run? You yeah. just tear off like a right. fucking shithead. You right? have literally now smoked the tires. I go around the block. The right. thing's all kinds of noise backfiring, but it's running. <laughs> and I'm fucking driving this thing around the block. And I pull back in his driveway. And we're high-fiving each other and fucking... Ah! Ah! What's that smell? And the box key was on fire. What the hell's that smell? Well, the gas line fucking exploded and blew on the man, the manifold, and the whole fucking car burned down in his driveway in a matter of fucking five minutes. So I went from being like the hero of my fucking life and having all the tang that I'd ever want to having a melted lump of aluminum in his front yard. <laughs> and his mom came out and was like, can you fucking get this out of my front yard? Not and without a scraper. Yeah. Oh, dude, it, it was that Bosch fuel injection did it on... Um, 412s, which was the exact same engine really? that was in the 914. Dude, it's uh, and my mom's car burned. Out. I mean, my dad had a 412 burned to the ground. And burned. To the ground. <laughs> I, I came. I came this close to being cool. That close to being cool when I was 17. Should have changed those fuel lines. I don't know. Fuck. But thank, thanks for spurring that memory. I forgot about that. I forgot about that moment of failure. Uh, those oh, cars were sweet. That sounds like that uh, was suppressed. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I sense a little suppression. Uh, All right, guys. Anybody got anything else? Okay, what remember. That what's that? Yeah, we're going to talk about that for just a second. Um, <laughs> we still have some tickets left. Uh, and it has been coming in uh, remarkably well. Uh, it's a motorcycle. It's a motorcycle of the Moto Guzzi variety. It's a scrambler. And uh, you can see it by going to Cleveland Moto Podcast on your Facebooks. Um, you can also send us $20 in any multiple thereof, and you will receive ticket, or tickets, plural, to win this fucking motorcycle. And uh, it's a 2015 Moto Guzzi V7 Stone Scrambler with, and we tabulated it the other day, about $2,500 worth of goodies um, over and above the stock price of the motorcycle. So it's easily a $10,000 value any way you slice it. 20 bucks buys you a ticket, and your ticket, it, it, a ticket has power. 
Does it have enough power to push Oscars tickets out of the way? Mm. I don't know. We have a sideboard on that. Though. Right. <laughs> box. We, have got, yeah, we have got some people who are exercising their might. Uh, but the point being, only one ticket will be pulled. So there will be one ticket pulled. There are only 500 tickets being sold. So no matter how many tickets Oscar buys, there's still only 500 tickets being sold. So... Um, it's going to be done on July. Is that July eighth or July tenth? Which is the Sunday in Mid Ohio. Can't recall exactly. The guy on the calendar. But yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> do, we, do we have any entries from New Zealand yet? No, we, I don't know. Come on, Roger, they're coming in from they're coming in from uh, PayPal the for shorter. the most part. Vintage Days is sixth, seventh, and eighth. Sixth, seventh, and eighth. So it's early this what? year. June, so, July, July. So Fourth of July weekend essentially. <laughs> so Fourth uh, of July weekend is going to be a good weekend to hang out in the sunshine of vintage. Days, Mid-Ohio, Mansfield, Ohio. Uh, and we'll have the bike there. Hopefully, we'll have enough tickets left to sell to make it interesting. Mm-hmm. So that it's not just, you know, here's me riding the bike you might win if you would have bought tickets a month ago. Um, or buy your fucking tickets now and not risk it. Because we are not going to sell more than 500 tickets. We get to 500 tickets, we're done. That's when we're closing the gates on it. And then we will hang, hang on to the barrel of tickets until Mid-Ohio. What if it sells out before? Maybe you have to do something if it sells out before. Like ride around the bike, maybe sand something. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that if it sells out before, we'll just we'll just call it we'll call it done. We were talking about pulling the ticket early if we sold the 500 tickets early. Mm-hmm. But in retrospect, Middle House fun. Mm-hmm. And it seems like a good environment to pull a ticket and make somebody a winner. And it also is the greatest likelihood of the people who would win it Probably so either. they could take that fucker home. Yeah. So I wouldn't have to transport it. But yeah, for twenty bucks a ticket. Um, how, how far will you transport it? You might want to consider back it. from Mid Ohio. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was thinking maybe Saturday night at like. Well, here's a. So the, then you could rank a. You have an excellent point. Uh. If five hundred tickets are sold prior to midnight on Saturday, mm-hmm. okay. we'll pull it at midnight on Saturday. If five hundred tickets are sold, if we need to go deeper into Sunday, we will. But I think that the idea, in the spirit of things, would be like. If we pull a ticket midnightish or drunk thirty or whatever the fuck it is, um, we can contact people that may be at Mid Ohio or may make arrangements with their friends who are at Mid Ohio mm. to get the bike semi transported via the motorcycle underground railroad back to wherever they live. You know, uh, so that happens. But the the long and short of it is, yeah, it's going to be fun. The uh, you know, I'll bring it back from Mid Ohio to Cleveland, and that is the extent of our delivery. You know, if you're a Cleveland person who's won it, I'll bring it back from Mid-Ohio to Cleveland. You're very lucky you. and you're on the I-71 corridor. Corridor. I can drop it off and drop us on the way. If you're somewhere between Cleveland and Mansfield, the likelihood of a delivery is pretty good. I had a fellow from uh, Australia on the Facebook was talking about, like, well, you know, how's that delivery going to work out? I was like, well, fuck your hat. Uh, unless, of course, we arrange somehow for me to accompany the bike on said delivery because... Sydney's nice at this time of year. I'll ride it. But if you're getting a bike for the cost of delivery, it's well worth the bike. I ship ship shitty cars from Japan all the time. Yeah. You know, and that has never stopped me. I thought they were very high quality. On a bad day, stopping the you. point is, they're 25 year old Japanese yeah. cars. On a bad right. day, you can get a bike anywhere for 500 bucks. Well, uh, I mean, in the US. Yeah, in, in the, the US. US. Yeah. Oh, yeah, in the US, well, six, I mean, 20 bucks. In, yeah, I, would say that, right. I would say that to go from any of the lower 48, $650 will get a motorcycle there. Okay. Yeah, anywhere in the lower 48, 650 bucks will get a bike there. Otherwise, wait longer, you'll eventually get the right bid. 
But uh, as far as this motorcycle is concerned, yeah, it's going to be a blast. I do want kind of kind of want the fun of riding around Mid Ohio, selling tickets. It'd be a joy to do that, kind of meet and greet people, etc. But uh, yeah, but that's uh, that's going to be a good uh, a good thing. It's got to go to the Mexican restaurant. Yes, it does need to go to the Mexican restaurant. <laughs> I totally agree with that. <laughs> so uh, how do you buy a ticket? Well, first of all, you go to PayPal.com. Second of all, you click the button that says Send Money. When it says Who do you send money to? You send it to ClevelandMoto at gmail.com. Send it as a gift or friends and family, please, not for goods or services rendered. Because I've had, so far, only two people. It's taking me all I can fucking do to not call them out by name. <laughs> the people that have actually said it was for goods and services, and therefore PayPal took their 3%. I'm sorry. Well, they're not going <laughs> to win anyhow. Well, they bought they bought 97% of a raffle ticket. Strip the last numbers. <laughs> Yeah, just take the last number off. What the hell? You're not going to rip Bender off the bike before you get it. There you go, right? You get 97% (laughs) of a motorcycle. (laughs) I like it. I like it. So, yeah, that's what you do. And you send 20 bucks or any multiple of $20, and we'll get you that many tickets in your name. How it works, and I've had people question this. Um, To the people who are uh, assholes, uh, cunts, uh, (laughs) here's how we're doing it. You're sending us the money on PayPal. I'm looking at my PayPal, and I'm writing out raffle tickets, actual real raffle tickets. I'm writing your name on them and putting them in the hopper. And then I'm sending you an email sometimes 14 days later when we get a batch. I go through them at a batch at a time. Mm-hmm. I don't literally go one email at a goddamn time. <laughs> no, I send 14 emails at once, and it has a very form letter thing that says, thank you for your donation, ticket, Plural S has been put into the hopper on your behalf. And so if you've given me $100 for five tickets and you don't see a response to that a nanosecond later, I'm not an asshole trying to fucking rip you off. No. Hang on there, Buttercup. Remember in the old days when we used to have to wait six to eight weeks to get a KTEL record? That's the environment I grew up in. So you're saying you don't have a bot? That does that I don't have a bot. What? Where do I get on this bot action? <laughs> Can I fuck this bot? Because <laughs> that's the kind of bot I want. Anyway, we'll send you an email to let you know that you've got your yeah. that you've got your tickets there. If you don't receive it to an email in a couple of weeks, yeah, go ahead and ping me, man. Go ahead and ping me. Say, what the fuck, motherfucker? I gave you a hundred dollars, and I'm like, wow, your donation just got mean. <laughs> <laughs> No sex in the school bus for you. I don't care how pretty your butt is. The, uh, but that's it. That's how we do it around here. So buy your goddamn raffle tickets. And on that, please remember to ride fast and take chances. Sing us out, John Mecklefresh. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba